Excited, isn't this? Oh, fun? what's going on, everybody? Hi, everybody. We are definitely live right now. We're so live. We are on the mark. It is happening. Let's adjust this ears for my ears so I can hear everybody. Edmund, do you like the way your face looks on that? I like the way my face looks. All right, good. Good. Should we do a big like intro to the? Oh yeah, yeah. To to the actual camera. Camera. Hi, everyone. My name is Edmund. My name is Edmund. And this is the Catholic Youth Ministry Podcast. <laughs> I'm here with. My name is Nick. And uh, just for those of you watching later on YouTube or Facebook or listening on the podcast, mm-hmm. we're, we're going live on Instagram right now. Yes. At our really awesome Instagram handle, the longest in the world. Yeah. If, if you haven't followed that channel, it is Catholic Youth Ministry Podcast. Dot com. No, no, well, no. That, that's the website. Instagram.com. Instagram yeah, okay. At Catholic Youth Ministry. Hi, podcast. Mary. I'm just Mary Lenneberg. We got so many people. My Chris, wife is in here. Nick's too. wife is in here. <laughs> Emily, what, are you, what youth ministry questions do you have right now? So we're going live on Instagram, those of yeah. you listening in the future. <laughs> and this is kind of like a pre-season one episode. We just wanted to touch our audience. <laughs> and we wanted to have our audience touch us. And school so, of Rock. <laughs> this is School of Rock. Mr. Cool. S. Um, we just wanted to answer as many questions as we could and just get to know you. Even if you... Hello from San Diego. Hello, David. Hello. Young and wild Catholic Thanks, mamas. Ryan. That's Ryan. That's right. Ryan, what's up, so, Ryan? We're going to take some questions soon. Yep. Right yep. now, we're going to explain what's happening. Intro. Uh, we're just doing for, the intro. Yeah, we were just doing the intro right now, but we're going to take some questions soon. So if you would like to be live in Re- the feed, request. Uh, request, and then we'll filter through those and then we'll select them as they come. So just keep it there, keep it active, keep it live. Yeah. Invite other people into this as well. Uh, we're going to. We're going to go as long as we can. We're going to answer yeah. questions as long as we can. We don't care. We got all until, our drinks ready. It's a Sunday night. Yep. We both have work in the morning. But mm-hmm. if this goes to 4 a.m., we're going to do it. We're, we're here do for it. you. We're going to keep doing it. I'm going to try to wave at everybody as they come in. Uh, well. So we've been building up on Facebook and Instagram just like a little bit of an audience talking about, you know, kind of building some hype about this podcast that we're really excited to launch. And instead of just like launching it right away, we're trying to build up people who care about this to, to help people, to help youth ministers. Yeah. And also we want, like we're just doing this ourselves and we want people to help us build this. Like what do they want in a Catholic youth ministry podcast? What are they struggling with? What do they want mm-hmm. to hear about? What questions do they have? So we just had this idea, like let's just go live. Yeah. It's like that strategy, like in youth ministry, you know, some youth ministers say like, I, I want to hear from the, from the high schoolers, what they really yeah. want. You yeah, know? yeah. And that's good to a point because we're doing that you actually know what's best for them. Yeah. You know, yeah. but, but sometimes you do want their, their, uh, added little input. Yeah. You know? But at the very least, I, we I get think, to know you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there are some really strong early adopters. The people right now that well, are listening definitely. to this are very smart, <laughs> very <extremely>. attractive. <laughs> They're the best youth ministers. I mean, I want to give a shout out to they have a some of our workout routine. They have a morning workout routine. They write every day. They pray every day. Mm-hmm. They read every day. Yes. Um, we have some really strong early adopters. The Catholic young Catholic mom. Is that Ryan? Her name's Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan is, has been super supportive. Also Shannon, Shannon Whirl. Yeah. Shannon Whirl has been super supportive. Shout That's out great. to them. David Piccarilli <laughs> has been super supportive. Kyle Schaefer, super supportive. He says incredibly attractive. Yes, as well. All right, here we go. We got our first question in here. 
David Meets the World asks, uh, do you want to read it? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> My question is, how do I get business manager and pastor to understand youth ministry? This is oh. from David Meets World, uh, which that was a great show. Or Corey Meets World, right? Corey or Meets Bo- World? No, Boy Meets World. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, how do you da- get... Actually, so no, the no, question no, wait, is- wait, wait, wait. David, I want to ask you right now. David, do you want to come live? David, do you want to right go now? Let's get in here live. You want to request access because we'll it, Can it. you just ask him to be live? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Let's bring David on here. Yeah, let's bring David. I need my soundboard. Oh, I can't do the soundboard. No, I can't do that. Let's see if we can get David How in How do you here. get a business manager and pastor to understand youth ministry? Oh, he declined. <laughs> oh, come on, David. He's doing something private oh, right okay. now. Oh, okay. You're probably... Probably okay. in the bathroom or something. So how do you get okay. your... So this is kind of a vision question, Nick. It is. And I I think I always start this off with uh, how, how does your pastor and how does your business manager define youth ministry? Mm, yeah. Um, because if your business manager only sees youth ministry as like a revenue source yeah. for like faith formation, like ongoing, like on a yearly basis, like yeah. youth ministry is only thriving if we have 800, what, you know, yeah. across the board, K yeah, through yeah. adult formation. Uh, I would try to sell them on the fact that like you need to invest in this department in order to get more revenue, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. uh, more people bought into what's happening. Thus, uh, like it, it kind of the whole thing, it's, it's a lot easier to, you know, like re- retain a customer customer rather than, uh, acquire a new, uh, yeah, one. Acquire yeah. a new one. And so, um, but youth ministry is an excellent funnel, uh, into what is happening to create more revenue. Oh, so, he said he's ready now. Oh, you're ready now. Okay. Ready for so video. So yeah, David. Yeah, I, I like what you're saying. You're basically saying to, uh, what cater- mo- what motivates your business manager? Yes, what motivates exactly. your pastor? David Miss World. We were coming at you right now. I'm going to wave at a couple other people. Sweet, David. How's it going, man? David, welcome to the oh, Catholic Youth Ministry Podcast. Who are you? So I'm David. <laughs> I'm a youth minister in, uh, in San Diego, California. Okay. And I actually started following you guys a little bit on Facebook, and you guys answered my questions. So I thought that was pretty cool. Sweet. Well, tell us more about your business manager and pastor. They sound yeah. like great people. We are not done with your question at all. I mean, I think in essence, they are great people. Yeah. And I think they have a great bit. I, they want to see the ministry flourish, but I think sometimes they get stuck in a more rigid kind of mindset. And um, I believe that they compare our specific parish to parishes around our area. Yeah. Okay. So, I, and I believe, I strongly, passionately believe in ministry but I'm relatively new to this parish. So I'm kind of trying to change the mindset a little bit that it doesn't have to be done a certain way just because X parish is doing it that way that we can adapt the culture at our parish. Um, But they're kind of set in their own ways. So how do I influence them without being disrespectful and stepping on their toes? Well, describe, describe the surrounding parishes. Like what is it that the business managers and the pastors like, are they just like real big like what, what, what's the difference? And you guys are a smaller parish or like what's, I think so historically for when I was in high school, um, the parish that I currently work at had a very thriving ministry and there's been a lot of change. The new pastor. Oh shoot. I was going to do screen recording. New Sorry. In the office. Um, and the current person, um, the current, um, person that's kind of the father's right hand, um, has children in another ministry at a different parish. So they see like, oh, they're doing this at, at the parish that my children go to. Why aren't we doing that here? Mm. Um, my struggle is that's great and everything, but I'm a part-time employee. They have a full-time youth ministry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so you're part time, and what are your responsibilities? High school, middle school, confirmation, all of the above, everything. All of the above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High school, middle school, and so high school youth group, middle school youth group, and confirmation. Yeah. Dang, and you're part time. First of all, you're a workhorse, and you're amazing. I'm just gonna say that right from the start. <laughs> but right, right yeah, now, I, I couldn't. I uh, big part of that goes down to my uh, to my core volunteers, which my fiance and then two other young adults helped me out. Those are okay. Those People, I could not get it done. Yeah. Well, I first of all, I will say, you know, that comparison is the thief of joy, but also like comparison, like can be good insofar as like seeing like what is out there, like in, in the culture of youth ministry and what is working. And so I think copying a culture is good to a point, but, but you yourself and the community that you have at your parish is going to express something completely different than that other parish has. And so whether it's tactical you can copy whatever they're doing, but I think in the long run, you need to create your own kind of culture and community and whatever you're dishing out, like in your youth ministry. And so what I always say, uh, back to your original question of uh, how do I get my pastor and business manager on board? Uh, I, I would, you know, kind of finagle a little bit, cater to uh, what they like and what they're looking for. And so, and I think, you know, I mean, we don't know what, what exactly it is they want, uh, but I always say like with the pastor, how would he define youth ministry? Yeah, and and if and if you define youth ministry differently, then you're always going to be like just off. Like yeah. he's gonna he's gonna tell you to do something, and then you're gonna fulfill it. Uh, but it's always going to be a little bit off unless you're completely aligned with what like uh, youth ministry is and what it should be, and how you're going to be growing like in the next five years. And so, I think, I think just kind of telling your pastor like like father like I I, I want to say exactly what you say because you're the pastor here like canonically you have a jurisdiction over this entire like body even like the non-catholics too and so whatever you think youth ministry should be i i want to say exactly that i don't want to say anything that you're not saying to other parishioners or other parents too i want to be consistent with your line of vision now if he doesn't have a vision that forces him to come up with one yeah and if he can't yeah. then man you're you're right there to help him with that yeah uh and so it, it it gets really hard though when when your pastor might say something that is extremely off you know maybe youth ministry doesn't operate like that but it still it gives you the room to say like okay like well father like how, how do you think that's going to work or, yeah. or how exactly would you want me to do that and yeah. so i i think there's a way of charitably challenging like your pastor in that kind of way but still respecting you know his position you know and his vocation as well as like pastor of of your parish too i mean it's pretty much just selling him on the back like like father like i I want this to be you know the best you know like for the sake of the entire parish not just the department of youth ministry not for me but to root them into the church david when your business manager or when your pastor bring up bring up these things like comparing your youth ministry to other parishes do they do that you know, during a staff meeting or is it as an aside? And, and then also how do you respond? What's your kind of reaction? I, I think, so I've only been at this parish for a couple of months. I think my reaction has kind of changed a little bit. Yeah. Um, compare, so when I got hired, I know I told them I'd been a youth minister before at another parish. Um, I served on the ministries. I, nice. um, I volunteered a lot in the diocese and, um, in essence, the first, my first reaction, at first kind of frustrated, of like, okay, that's great. They do that at the other churches. Um, so we're going to do this here as versus now it's been like, okay, that's awesome. How do you think that that will work with our culture here? Yeah. Yeah. 
David, you're so David, you're so early though. Like you should don't take don't take any of this personally. Like you got to have a long term mindset. You're you're hopefully you're thinking about being there longer than six months. Uh, I am. The first am thing, really. the first thing is that they don't know better. They're just sharing. They they feel like they're helping, or they're just sharing their opinion. So the first thing I would say is like, don't take it. I mean, dude, when you just said you're in your first couple months, I was like, oh, okay. They're just trying to communicate to you what they want to see, and don't don't take it too personally. Like like I think uh, a lot of times our first reaction is to 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 take that personally. Like you hear someone that you respect, a coworker that you're going to have to work with, and they say. Well, you know, this other parish, they're going to Covecrest every every year. And you're like, ah, shoot, like, here's something else I have to think about. But I think just to, just lean into it. Just go, okay, tell me more about that. What do you think about that? What do you, how effective do you, like Nick saying, how effective do you think that is? What, like, what's the result of that? How does that fit into the bigger picture? If we did that, what would it, you know what I was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just a couple months in, man. Don't take that personally. You're going to be building up something amazing if you're really praying and really a part of this parish, like, um, that's what I would say is don't get beat down by that. It's not personal. They're just, you're going to have people voicing their opinions about stuff. You're gonna have parents right. voicing their opinions and, and you're the one, you're the only one on staff who has the responsibility of really praying through all of that feedback. You know what I mean? And really like Nick is saying, ask you're, you're facilitating the parish doing youth ministry. Right. And so you want right. the business manager on board. He's going to share some feedback and the pastor can share feedback all three of you are going to have differing opinions and your job is to help facilitate that. And you come to this amazing, this amazing ministry at your parish. It's going to look like right. you're saying it's going to, it's going to look like you plus the ministry, plus your pastor, plus your business manager. I, I that was awesome. I agree with everything you said. So I have one more question. Go for I'll it. Leave it to everybody else. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, like I said, I served on that and I've been another, I've served in other ministries throughout my diocese and, from the youth ministers that seem to have more experience than me, they have um, expressed that that youth ministry, you don't really see the, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't see the fruits of the ministry or you don't see a well-established ministry until you're five years in. Mm. Um, would you say that that's accurate? Um, just the only thing that concerns me is that there's not a lot of overlap before I got to my parish. I mean, obviously I can't see the future or know what God has in store, but I would like to do that long term. Um, just, I would hate that if, like, in two years, three years, God shifts my direction, that the ministry falls apart. If that's kind of like an accurate number that you're looking at, like five years when a ministry really gets established. Can I answer this real quick? I'm, yeah, I'm very passionate about this, okay. David. I think I think you should always have you always have the long term mindset. In fact, I think your long term mindset should be twenty years. You're always thinking twenty years. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, you're always you're always willing and open for God to, to bring you away. And what that does is it frees you up to think, how am I going to develop a ministry that will bear fruit in 20 years, which mm, makes you, amen. which makes you not make decisions like, Oh man, these eight kids, I got to bring these eight kids to Jesus. Otherwise next year I might leave or the following year. Right? So you just have to do both. So you're always making decisions thinking, how does this affect our ministry long-term case in point? There are so many times that I wish I would have spent more time developing core members that sometimes takes two years, three years to, to for a core member really to like be on fire, really get how this ministry works, really find their place in it. So you should always be thinking long-term, think long-term. 
and build up systems, be thinking about your ministry. We're in this for the long haul. I want this to sustain and last. And if, and if the Lord brings you out of it or the parish changes or the pastor changes, that's fine. But at least as you're making decisions, you're thinking, I might be here five years. Because when you don't want to make that decision is after you've been there five years. <laughs> you've been there right. five years and you're like, man, I wish I would have been thinking about this. And I wish I would have done that more. Now that I've been in it, been in ministry in general seven years, I'm like, man, if I would have started keeping track of all of the talks I gave seven years ago, I would have had all this, I would have had all this stuff organized, all this great. And I, and I, I just wasn't thinking about it. I was like only thinking about this weekend. Okay, this weekend I got to write a talk. We'll just write on a piece of paper and then we're done. And instead, thinking long term, I'm writing this talk. Am I going to need to use this talk in ten years? Maybe you know, like what? Like think long term, yeah, awesome. pray about the short term, and uh, I think you'll, I think you'll do good. I think if you talk with everyone around you, like I'm thinking long term, and it might not be you, like you said, but you're going to build an infrastructure, systems. You're going to train up volunteers so that even if yeah. someone else comes in, this is long term. Yeah, that that was a great answer, man. Thank you. Awesome, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm not worried about you. You're definitely like missionary mindset. Like you've done that. Like another thing, like on the business manager thing, like at, at my first parish with Edmund, I made it a point to actually every morning just sit in my business manager's mm, office mm. for like the first kid you not like 20 minutes of the day. Dude, he I, knows I, this. I would go make my coffee and I, and I knew my, my business manager did the same. And I would just sit in his office and with our other guy, our facilities manager too. He was, awesome dude and we just you know just like talk about whatever yeah. you know and and i ended up buying like the same truck <laughs> that my business manager had <laughs> you know like that, that's how much like he did I was... that just to build relationship <laughs> no he's yeah, you should buy what kind of vehicle what kind of vehicle does your business manager drive buy the same one <laughs> what are they? What does he drive? I mean, a caravan? I don't know. I'll fly with my fiance, but we'll see. Okay, <laughs> just buy the exact. Start wearing the same shirt. Yes. No, but I think no, no, no. Nick, I really respected that Nick did that so often. Like he was just building up the relationship. There's no other motive. It was yeah. just like he just went in there and just and just sat with him. And and not everyone does that with the business manager. They're not always included. I mean, they're it, not well, always. It, it was also an easy setting too because our business manager and then our facilities guy were already in there. And so I would go in there too and just you know talking just anything, whatever yeah. sports news, what anything that was happening. Yeah. Just so you know, and the the mentality wasn't so that I could have this benefit, but yeah. it naturally, uh, you know, turned into just yeah. like our business manager, knowing just my mannerisms and just how I responded and he knew where they were coming from. Yeah. And so I, I don't, I don't know if this helps, you know, but well, it uh, sounds like, I mean, David's done that. I mean, he knows that maybe it's just like, you know, think about that. Think about building the relationship yeah, with I your mean, business I agree, manager. I, agree with saying, though, I, I think relational ministry is like super important. Um, I think sometimes, like speaking with other youth ministers that maybe have been in the field a little bit longer, um, like sometimes the grunt work of like paperwork and all that kind of overshadows the uh, the relational ministry and kind of gets forgotten. But I feel yeah. that that's the most important aspect to it. Yeah. Not only, and I, but I think as youth ministers, we sometimes accidentally only are relational with the kids, so we forget to be relational with the pastor or with the parents. Um, my biggest frustration outside of that is that relational ministry is so big in youth ministry, but I don't see relational ministry out in that greater parish. That's yeah. a whole other topic for a yeah. later time. Uh, dude, you're asking all the dude, right questions, you David. Did. You're just a couple months in, man. You're just a baby at yeah. this parish, 
right? You like your first year, it's going to be your first year doing everything. Your second year, it's going to be your first time doing everything again. Your third year, it'll be the first time you've done everything twice, right? Like, so, so, or more than twice, right? So dude, three, just think long-term, keep your head down and keep praying. Like, dude, you're going to do really well. I, I would focus on setting up, uh, processes, procedures, just infrastructure for the years to come. Uh, and if you're part-time right now and they're unwilling to take on full-time, you, you need to be somewhere full-time. If you're already talking about these things and wondering about these things, like you, yeah, you, you need to be looking for a pair. She's willing to invest, uh, you know, not just in youth ministry, but just in you as well. And we're going to be talking about that more just, uh, as the Catholic youth ministry podcast yeah. goes on, because we think the skill sets that the youth minister possesses could be used you Across know, the whole parish. Yeah, exactly. So thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for coming on live with us. David. Thanks for calling in, David. Yeah, you rock, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Um, I'll be praying for you guys. Completely believe in this podcast. I think this is great. Thanks, as man. well as hopefully on the opposite side, I can message you guys and take care of your mind at a later time. Let's do it. Sweet. Anytime. Let's do it, man. Yeah, anytime. Keep in touch. All right. Bye, David. Yeah. Take care, David. Bye. Sweet. That was a that was so much. That was fun. a fire. Thank you so much, David. Fire first. Uh, at, first question there, guys. Please pause real quick. We're gonna record. I just. Oh no! It's the new ones here. Oh, it's it's there. Shoot. All right, we're not gonna do it. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Sorry, sorry. we were gonna try to record, but uh, I want to give a shout out to Mary. Oh, and Ryan McQuaid, who's in so, here. So many people. Hold on, I'm gonna back okay, up okay. so much, so much, because a bunch of people were commenting well, during scroll, that. Well, we went uh, a little too far. We went a little too sure? far. Yeah. Are you yeah, sure? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. You got people no in way. here now. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no you're right. Yeah. I'm going to give um, a shout out to Mary. I think Len, I forget how to say her last name. Oh, shout out to Mary. Just became the vice president of Catholic Connect for something. Lindenberg? Awesome. Lindenberg? Yeah, Lindenberg. Yeah. She said, she said to you, David, you are a boss. Wow, all that. Only part time. God bless you. Uh, Chris Lafferet. Yeah, uh, says most priests don't have a vision. They rely on the youth minister to tell them yeah. uh, the vision. And you know that, I mean that, yeah, that definitely is true in some instances. And yeah, you have a lot of room to capitalize on that. Uh, Thomas Holcraft is in here. Uh, Cassie Fitz says, yeah, what Chris said. Uh, Mary Lennerberg says long-term vision is so important. Building a program that takes time for everyone involved. Amen. Sister God is love is here. Jasmine Pujol she says, hey, Jasmine is also a NET alum. Hey, Jasmine, she's great. Uh, she lives in Florida, I believe. Mm. Um, and we have Learn with the Lord. She you says, want a ministry that I'll live you? Yeah. Mm. I, I like that. Uh, Leslie Viani. Such a holy last name, by the way. Yeah. Dude, uh, there's a lot of comments. It's going to take a while for Mary you to read Lennerberg. through. Dude, man, no, You're going to have to want, read through I want, them all. I want people, I want people invested. They can, read, they can read through. Mary Lennerberg says, I've been a core member for 13 years with four different youth ministers. Wow. Wow. Long-term thinking is key for stability of the ministry. Man, that is wisdom right there. Young Catholic Mamas, that's Ryan. I think it's important to build those relationships with the staff so they know and trust you. Yeah, so important, so important. Cool. Man, hey, Ryan McQuaid is Ryan in McQuaid's here. in here. A lot of other people. Man, I'm just a lot of okay. So a lot of uh, David's question. I think if we had to categorize, like categorize that question, it's a vision thing. Like like that. I think like there's this whole kind of category of vision that I want to talk about in the podcast. Yeah. Like like there's so many topics that really what it really boils down to is having a really clear vision, and then knowing how to like collaborate with people, get them on board. How do you get your staff on board with your vision? How do you get your core members on board? What? Yeah. When, when, when you set up a conference for your whole staff to come, <laughs> how do you all get 
get them all on board. Yeah. How do you and get how there? do you get them to not cancel the week of? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we'll talk about the difficulties of that. Yeah. Uh, but and, I think vision vision is a big category yeah. that not enough people talk about. Is like how do you articulate your vision? What is a what is a vision? And is there a vision more? I think a lot of people get frustrated by vision and and then they're just like, well, we just do a program and we hope kids come to Jesus and they don't think. And I am I am high, I'm the opposite extreme. And you, when we would work together, you'd be like, okay. And I've had to learn this. Like you'd have to tell me, like, okay, we need to stop like brainstorming about vision and we need to just like function in fall and spring we need to just function so i think we've we've learned a ton about how to with balance do vision execute vision share vision get people on board with vision someone said this cassie fitz i've been in youth minister position four years and my most favorite thing is seeing our youth and core building great relationships if i'm ever called elsewhere i want them to have a solid relationship awesome so anyone else, uh, if you're just tuning in on Instagram Live, we're taking live call-ins, so you can just uh, join us here. If you request to join the Instagram Live, and we'll take questions or just get to know you, tell us what you're looking for in a Catholic Youth Ministry podcast. Yeah. Um, tell us your favorite thing about me. Uh, maybe like a, <laughs> a, a physical feature. Maybe something with my in- intellect. Sure. Um, maybe like you know stuff like that. So cool, Alice and Kraus says my pastor has had a vision of small group oriented ministry for high school, which is, uh, for lack of a better word, open quote, flat lined this year. He's given me the blessing to recreate the program as I choose. Oh, that's, that's exciting. She just said, while I was the assistant this year, I will very shortly be promoted to director of youth. Boom. Ministry. Amen. Good. I'm looking forward to gaining insight from this. Awesome. Alice, you, you want to come live right now? Alice, we're going to come in you. here live. Let's go live. Where are you at? Alice Krauss. Here we go. We should try to get Ryan McQuaid in here soon, too. Sweet. Get that old glasses and mustache man in here. Man, I, I wanted to record this, but I know. I, I don't fa- know I why I won't do, do that. Screen that, was, that was my fault. We could pause and then come back. Nah, I don't want to do that. I want to just keep it going. Yeah. Yeah, so. Is Alice going to decline? What is she going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Oh, we're connecting. Alice. Alice, how's it going? Hello. How you doing, Alice? Hello. How are you guys doing? Good. Very Good. well. Good. Well, how are you guys? Good. Alice, where are you coming from? Where are you, where are you? Awesome. Where? I'm currently in the Arlington Diocese in Virginia. Oh, nice, nice. I come from Arlington, Texas. Whoa. <laughs> Sister Second cities. Yeah. Sister cities there. That is... <laughs> That is awesome. So, okay. So where are you guys at? We are in the diocese of Fort Worth. Yeah. Fort Worth, Texas, but Nick works in a city called uh, Arlington in Texas as well. So you're about to be promoted to director of youth ministry, right? Yes, that's correct. Man, that's super exciting. What's been going on? What's been going on before? Like how, how did you come into this assistant role and now how are you, you know, entering into like the director's role. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, you're a little less than a year. Um, and yeah, I'll, um, back in September. So I've been the, so our director of youth. Mary. A lot of internet weather. Is- yeah, Alice, we can't. So, if you can hear yeah, us, we, program, we can't hear you very well. 
Alice, we're losing um, you. A lot of ups and downs, and uh, we're gonna have to cut it. I heard. We're gonna have ups to pull the downs. plug. Alice, we love you, but we're gonna have to pull a plug. We love you so much. Too I'm much sorry. internet weather. Yeah, it's, it's breaking up a ton. Hey, oh, how about comment more? Oh no, yeah, you're, you guys are going in and out. Okay, <laughs> we love you, Alice. Bye. Yeah, Alice, stay in touch. Okay. Hit us up in the DMs, or, or actually leave a voicemail. Right leave now. a voicemail. You can leave a yeah, voicemail. Yeah. Leave yeah. a voicemail right now, and we'll probably get it crystal clear. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll be in like the main segment yeah. on the podcast there we as go. well. Sounds good. Cool, Alice and Kraus. Thank you okay. so much. Everyone pray for Alice. Yeah, I will All do right. that. All right, cool. Bye. This Bye. is actually this is actually one of the points. If you're just t- tuning in, you can request to join live on Instagram yes. <clears throat> or you can send us a voicemail. Give us all your questions. 817-527-1423. You yeah, can send a voicemail. The poll of the soul is here. I'm waving and G Soul uh, 72. I think a lot of I I we are going to talk about this in the podcast, but I think most people if you're a youth minister, you should quit. And become the director of youth ministry. Ooh. I think. I think most people. Preach and, it. and and maybe maybe at your parish they just want you to be coordinator, Church. whatever. But I think you need to approach your job as the director of youth ministry, mm-hmm. right, Nick? Like like yeah, as like any any like whatever youth ministry encompasses, like at your parish, whether it's that yeah. six through twelve, seven through twelve, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that, like your position is youth evangelization and catechesis. Yes. Yeah. Nothing happens at that parish with that demographic without you knowing about it. Yeah. Like. Like ideally, it, yeah. I mean, ideally, like maybe it could be. I mean, if somebody's renting out facilities, I don't expect you to be like, like a quinceanera. Hey what are y'all doing here? <laughs> Some people are thinking about quinceaneras and they're like, I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, no, no, no. Just meaning like, if somebody wants to do a Bible study with with your group, yeah, but you they didn't approach you about it, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know nothing about yeah. its curriculum or yeah. or who the person is. Like, you should have every right to say. No, yeah, like not without me knowing about it and being on board or approving it, yeah, and being a part of your overall vision of youth ministry for the sake of the betterment of the parish. Yeah, this is a core principle of this podcast: is that your job is not to be the youth minister; mm-hmm. your job is to help a parish do youth ministry. Yeah, and that means everything in any way that your parish interacts with youth. That's your job. Your job is to facilitate the pastor and the business manager and the Boy Scouts director and your catechists and your core members and your yeah. parents, the parents of, of kids, anyone, even kids that don't come to youth group. Yeah. Your job is, is to help your parish reach every single youth in your parish boundary. Yep. The ones that are Catholic, the ones that aren't, everyone. Yep. I, I think it's important to also say uh, that like it, it is like, often tempting to look outward for excitement yeah, yeah, yeah. in your youth ministry, yeah. but but often like if if you're in a parish that's already been working at it, that there's a lot that needs to happen internally yes, to support yeah. that outward reach that you're yeah. going to be yeah. uh, producing. In. And 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 this is one of my other pet peeves, just because this is going to be a fiery podcast. Like just the podcast in general is going to be fire because I'm going to talk about my pet peeves. I I've heard often this whole thing like we're there to be an advocate for youth, and I get that. I just, I just want to make sure that you're not hearing me say you're helping the parish do youth ministry. And what you're hearing is, oh, we're going to be an advocate for youth. Youth yeah. want uh, streamers during the liturgy. So I'm advocating for that. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. The- what I'm saying is evangelization, mm-hmm. which is very different than like, well, we need youth represented in the Knights of Columbus. It's like, no, no, no. Well, you're helping the parish reach youth. Like that's sure. like not just reach them as in like get them involved. 
but put them in touch with Christ, evangelization and catechesis, and then ultimately missionary activity, right? Like that's my hot take. Sure. Well, we're just, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, like it, it begs the question, how do you measure growth? How do you know that you're doing, uh, well? Yeah. And here, hold on. All of them become saints. All the youth of your parish become saints. (laughs) Exactly. That's how you know you've done it. All right. The poll with soul says I started my job is basically just started using the, the, Quote, mm. director instead of perfect just no one noticed perfect. no one noticed man we that, did the same thing two parishes i did the same thing we changed the title or like at I this did, parish I did the same thing with mine. at this parish this manager was like what do you want your title to be i was like all right we'll change it director well, of evangel youth evangelization and catechesis it, it, it gets confusing too because i think um there's a there's like an actual designation director is different it, it, than coordinator yeah yeah and so like pertaining to your diocese your diocese might not care if you're labeled as director or coordinator because a director i think might legally might say that you need a staff or something like that. Yeah. And apparently that makes a difference as far as like, I think it, it has to do with like pay and education. Exactly. Too. Exactly. So who knows? But, but the fact that nobody noticed, uh, at the, that happens at a like, lot of parishes. Seriously, like I, I did that as an experiment. Like I, I just did something <laughs> and I just wanted to see if somebody would say, well, that's not how we started. Like, are we going to do anything else? And yeah. so, and I think I, I learned that nobody was bought into what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so since nobody was bought into what I was doing, they didn't care. I, well, I, 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 in a sense, like it gave me the platform to recreate yeah. and to reach them again. Father Brian says, thanks for doing this. Father Brian, you're the best. Yes. Thank you for being a priest. Thank you for sacrificing so much for us, the lady. Cool. Thank so, you for offering the mass for us. Yeah. David is back on. He says, I agree with that statement, but sometimes pastor and stuff don't. See it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's going to take a while to get him on board. Kyle Schaefer in the house. Where's the line with parents? Kyle, I, do you want to come on? Kyle, I'm going to invite you right now. I don't even, I didn't even read your whole comment. There we go. But I'm going to invite you right now. Actually, I'm going to read it right now. Kyle says, where's the line with parents? Like parents are often more unchurched than their kids, but, oh, but then isn't preach. that adult ministry? So let's ignore them and let the other staff deal with the parents. <laughs> so what do you say about that 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 but then isn't that adult ministry i would argue that you as a youth minister have experience in adult ministry yeah provided but this is a problem but this is a problem right this the is mic. like the problem the chicken and the egg thing it's like well we want to reach youth but then you realize that their parents suck so then you're like well then we got to reach the parents but then you're like well parents All of their parents but then you're like well their parents suck because they had a sucky childhood and then you're like, okay, well yeah. then we, now we got to reach youth again to get better parents. And then, so then it's like, you just keep going in that circle, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, one of the assigned seminarians at our parish, uh, when I worked there, he said, uh, and it's always stuck with me that parent or that adults, parents have a child's conception of the faith Yeah, because of either poor catechesis when they're growing up or just a lack of, uh, you know, just, uh, a pursuit on their own. And so now mm-hmm. they're here out of like sacramental obligation or, yeah. you know, they just decided to like, oh yeah, it's nice to get married in the church. Oh, it's nice to raise our family in the church. Yeah. 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 And they just don't know what to do. And so opera, like you could give the same talk that you give to high schoolers yeah. to an adult and it would be so valuable to them. Yeah. 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 I, I think the key is, is that your adult ministry is actually to like one, one to the parents, but then two to your like team yeah. that is also facilitating the night for you. Like you, you are feeding them to feed like your own. You're like, you're producing a tree that's going to dispense fruit, but the fruit is going to produce another tree or something yeah. like that. I think, I think you need to think about parents. You need to be thinking, how do I include parents more? How can we do, how can we do evangelistic moments that, that involve parents and invite them? 
But I think the other, but the danger that you don't want to fall into, and I've seen this happen with staff members that work under me, is you, your focus of your job might be K through six, or the focus of your job might be high school kids or, or middle school kids. And what you don't want to do is stretch yourself so thin that you're trying to reach everyone. Like your primary focus at your parish, we're trusting you to reach youth and help the parish reach youth. Mm-hmm. So if you're also going to be focusing to on parents in a way without really healthy volunteers and really healthy ministry and really healthy. If you start focusing too much on trying to do everything, you end up doing nothing. So I think like, just make sure that your primary focus is going to be the youth. And then oftentimes that'll put pressure. A really healthy youth ministry will put lots of pressure on an adult ministry. That's kind of flailing. Seriously. And so Kyle, like you should operate in a way like with your parents, uh, you know, of, of the, the kids in your, your youth, like, yeah. You should operate in a way like in feeding them to the point where your adult minister, you know, at your parish is like, Hey, you're doing a lot with, you know, I I guess my responsibility, you know, and then that would bring up just like, man, clarity of vision in your whole parish and like the line of authority and like what you guys are trying to communicate. And so like that, that would be amazing. Like your, your adult formation director or whoever should be invested in what youth ministry is doing. So like, I mean, they should be working in tandem with you and getting those parents. And so like, where's the line with parents? I would say since just by virtue of their kids being in your program, you have full like authority to preach and teach to them as well. There's been, there's been a lot of times we've talked about this where if a a healthy model, what we're going to talk about in this podcast is a healthy model for evangelization for a certain age demographic that model is transferable to adults, to young adults, to youth ministry. Like you're not just a youth minister. You're, you're a parish staff worker doing evangelization and the model is transferable. If you're doing a healthy, like whole path of discipleship, clear path, evangelization, catechesis, missionary activity. If you're doing that really well, that model is transferable to the adult program. So I think like, you have to kind of put that it's kind of like the love and logic, you know, thing. It's like the boundaries thing, like operate your model in such a way that people at your parish are like, you know what? We want to start doing that with our adults. Can we start doing that? And, and, um, I think that's the best way to kind of approach it. What else we got? If you're uh, just, if you're just tuning in, <laughs> be sure to hop in on the uh, Instagram live or request to come in live yeah, and ask and questions. We'll have you on. So Mary Lennerberg says that we do uh, parent nights four times a year with talks direct to the catechism. Yeah. Uh, she says that as a former youth ministry parent, uh, like, she knew nothing. Yeah. Uh, oh, Kyle said he's got four kids sleeping in beds. That's why he didn't tune in. It's okay, man. It's okay. Come I on, get Kyle. it. Parent life. I get it. Priorities, man. Four kids. That's awesome. Uh, young and wild Catholic mamas. Also, Ryan, she says, I feel like Catholics have the advantage of being able to call, uh, be called youth pastors. Director sounds like the next closest thing. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, that's, that's transferable for sure. The poll with soul says, I think both... We need to help the parents, but also ask the person who is in charge of adult faith formation to do more for the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah. but but the challenge there is how do you how do you ask that person without if, ordering them? You can't right, order exactly. them if, if you're yeah. not their their supervisor or you know yeah. just point to person like yeah. that. That could come off like really harsh, you know. Yeah. D- depending on how you do it, I, I'm sure you're an amazing person. <laughs> but yeah, like that that's definitely something to consider. How do you give that kind of feedback without it being perceived as uh, you know, you stepping on their toes. Um, and uh, it just begs the question, like how is your parish serving 
the entire community. Yeah. Like within that parish boundary. Like what I don't want to tomb. How are you guys preparing people to get to heaven? What I, what I'm afraid of though, because I'm thinking of youth ministers and we're talking to youth ministers. We're just talking as if you're our friend. Like we're just talking like you're, you're a youth minister working at a local parish. Mm-hmm. What I'm afraid of is sometimes youth ministers get in this trap of blaming their um, inability to, to reach youth at their parish is like start getting tempted to blame that on the parents. Well, th- like this is really difficult because they're not getting it at home. I think the opposite yeah. would the opposite approach would be you want to have so many kids like on fire for Jesus Christ. Like what a good problem to have to go to your adult faith formation person and be like, Hey, this problem we have, we have all these kids that are super on fire and their parents are the ones that are kind of stopping them from living it out. Yeah. Instead, what I'm afraid of is, is there, that's not the situation. There are youth ministers that are just frustrated. And so they're looking for something to be like, well, the parents, it's the parents, the parents yeah. don't want to bring them or the parents don't want to do stuff or the parents don't want to do confirmation or the parents. So just don't, don't use that as an excuse, you know? Sure. I mean, two things from that. If, if you're an adult minister, formation director, whoever, like if they don't know what to do and, and they're open to something, yeah. like you, you definitely have a need and you definitely have ideas on what these parents need to know. Yeah. 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 And so tell your adult minister, formation director, whatever. Yeah. Here's what you should do and like map it out for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah Make yeah. them work for you in a sense, like in, in a good way, but for the sake of the betterment of the parents. Yeah. Colla- collaborate with them. No silos. Collaborate. How can I help you reach parents better? Yeah. Exactly. How can I help you then, you know, like ask questions? What's your big problem? Like what are the things you're worrying sure. about in adult ministry? Uh, and, and, and number two, you know, like you're, you're, there's going to be a time where you're not going to be that teen, that student's youth minister and the parent yeah. is always going to be their parent and they're always going to be there. Some, every time I meet with parents, I always tell them uh, that they are their first teachers. And in the same way that they taught their child how to, how to walk and how to talk, how to know, wipe, they, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're attempting, you know, and even some of the parents would admit that they're attempting to teach them the faith. Yeah. And so if you give them, uh, you know, some sort of, or if you equip them, uh, and empower them to to know the faith and actually give them examples on how they can do it, how they can do a night prayer of some sort, how they can uh, yeah. follow up with their child after one of your youth nights. After like, a retreat, like, seriously, Yes, seriously. Like, yeah. equip these parents. I always tell every single parent, you're invited to absolutely everything. Yeah. And the biggest pushback that I get from parents is they always say, well, I don't want to be my faith to be my, my son or daughter's faith. And yeah. I, I say like, wait, 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 wait. Are, are you, are you kidding? Like, and so I, I, t- I asked the parent, like, is there ever going to be a time where you're going to stop loving our Lord? Mm. And they tell me, no, mm. I was like, well, then I, I don't, I don't get your argument. Yeah. Then. Like, you know, yeah. if you're always going to love the Lord, like then your relationship with our Lord should be the same. If not like a carbon copy, like in, in your child, like yeah. they're, they're going to be an imitation of you as you are an imitation of Christ too. So we got a request here. Oh, who's coming in? There's a lot of comments and we want to get coming to in hot. Too. Alice, Alice is coming in. Alice Krauss coming in hot. Oh, wait, wait. Weren't we just live with Alice? No, we were. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think, I think we were. I think the uh, internet sucked. Was that the problem? Yeah, the yeah. Internet? The internet was being terrible. Okay. So, uh, where are we? If at? you're just joining us on Instagram live, be sure to hit request and join in here. Ask a question, introduce yourself. Tell us about your situation. Maybe she got better internet. Maybe she Maybe, came back with better know. internet. She went and got Fios <laughs> and she was like, all right, I'm ready now. Yeah. Or the Google fiber thing. She upgraded all that just for this. She called Verizon. She was like, listen, I've had enough. <laughs> okay. Lil webs just joined hot dog. That's right. Kyle says we cannot do everything. Good point, boys. 
Oh, you're a boy. <laughs> and agree. Exposes an adult minister's skills with oh, lack of. Ooh, hot. I mean, like, I mean, honestly, like it, by virtue of that, it, it would listen know? guys. This is something you need to prepare yourself for. You're going to be listening to this podcast, the Catholic yeah. youth ministry podcast. Yeah. It's going to make you so over equipped for your job. <laughs> It's going to make the adult ministers at your parish go, where's the adult ministry podcast I listen to? Because you seem so equipped, so well-formed. Yeah. Your, your evangelization, this model that you're doing in your parish is firing on all four cylinders. All of your kids are canonized, and they're all priests, and they're all in holy marriages. <laughs> like, what the heck? Where's And you've got you, a dozen interns working under you. Look, we don't want everyone to subscribe to this podcast because we only want people who are ready to bear that burden of being the most excellent staff member (laughs) at their parish. That's a, that's a heavy burden. (laughs) Who else we got? The The life life of of Adam. Adam. Hello. Big supporter of us. Life of Adam. I believe that's Lawrence that they are taking it home. Amen, brother. Yeah. They got to take it home. That's a big camp of worth thing. I know we got a lot of hearts coming in here. I know what you're saying, Lawrence. Kids should drag their parents to church. Kyle, I think you should start saying that at every youth night. You say, drag your, drag your mom to church. I mean, he's saying that's our culture, right or wrong. And and it's true. And I think right now, like there's a lot of hype in youth ministry and it is, it is resulting in the fact that like the, the kids are evangelizing their parents, which man, that, that is a product of a great youth ministry. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Cool. True. The Paul with the soul says, my pastor even said that uh, I don't blame the teens for not going to mass. I blame the parents. Amen. We can't blame the parents either. Don't blame them. Help don't them serve blame. them. Seriously. Don't blame one of my We're big things. Yeah. I, I it's tell all your parent. fault. <laughs> that's <laughs> I, one of my other, that's going to be an episode. It's all your fault. Oh, that's good. That's I, I mean, I tell every parent at a uh, parent night, I say like my job exists for you. I'm here yeah. to serve you, uh, to, you know, help you catechize your, your child, the, you know, as best as you can. And, yeah. you know, and, and I'm always willing to work with a parent too, you know, even sacramentally for all those guidelines as well. You know, I, I tell them that I understand the, the, the needs of a family, the things come up. Yeah. You know, I, t- yeah. I tell them that like, like God is first family is second. Chipotle you know, is third school. <laughs> school is third and then youth group. Yeah. You know, yeah. if, if we're talking about, uh, you know, sacraments or something, you know, that might wiggle in somewhere else. Dude, but, people are going to come so, in on the comments and be like, you're putting school third. <laughs> School, cool. school, because people are like God, family, school. <clears throat> I know, but people are soccer practice. <laughs> soccer practice. <laughs> no, but what people are thinking is they're thinking, no, everyone's putting school before youth group. I can't get people to come to youth group. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, saying yeah. like you are a student. You need to make good grades. Right. Well, well yeah. if, if you tell a parent that they should be coming to youth group instead of schooling their homework, yeah. y- you've turned them off. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're gone. They're, yeah. they're like, okay, he does not have the right motives at all. He's yeah, not thinking yeah. about, he doesn't have my best interest in mind yeah. as a parent. All right. Tati Bell 19 is in. Hello. Hello, Tati Bell 19. Okay. Alice is saying she's trying to, she's trying to get that get good, good connection. connection. Oh, yeah. Nick Red is in here. What are you doing? Hello, what Nick Red. Scroll I don't that know. down. Hold on. Hold Whoa. on. Hold on. No, no. Put the keyboard down. How do I do that? Oh, no. No, no, no. Why would we do that? There we go. Oh, man. You're oh, now we're a, all the way back to hot dog. A, <laughs> scroll. Such a delicate touch. Yeah. All right, Nick is in here. Hello. Man, you were waving at everybody. Oh, yeah. Colin just, Lee all right, from the, Canada, I think. The Life of Adam says, so let's talk about outreach involvement in your nearby public high school. Adam, Adam, come on in here. Yeah, Seriously. request to join Instagram Live. Get in here, Adam. Call M Lane. Let's says, hear your voice. One of my biggest annoyance is youth ministers raging on parents. Yes, ragging. they are not. Or, <laughs> yeah, not ragging. raging on. <laughs> how do you rage on a? That? Yeah, what would that look like? Yes, they uh, are not all awesome, but neither are we. Amen. Seriously. It's all your fault, man. He it's says all your also fault. hello from Canada, dude. Sorry, oh, okay. sorry, I'm messing it up. <laughs> Beth, Beth joined. 
Best if you're just joining Instagram best. Live, we want to hear from you. We want to pull you on. We're recording an episode. We want you to come on, ask questions, introduce yourself, talk about how awesome this podcast is or what you want to see from this podcast. Whoa. Go live. Adam, there you go. Um, we're, we're requesting you right now. Adam, we want to hear the from you. Of Adam. How yes. do I share so an Instagram Live? Involvement how do I in share an Instagram Live? School. Can I do that? I don't know. Adam, what's up, man? What's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? Where are you coming from, Adam? From Syracuse, New York. Nice. Syracuse. How long have you been in ministry, Adam? This is this year will be my 16th year. Dude, 16. Yep. Hot dang. Praise the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Dude. But yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go. No, what, what were you going to say, man? So, yeah. So, uh, we just recently uh, moved into the area, and it's a... We, we we work and we're we're doing ministry in the smaller parish community. We just merged two got two parishes into one, and we're literally like I could throw. I'm like I'm like Uncle Rico. I could throw a football and hit the, the local high school. <laughs> and in in our community, they, they have this longstanding tradition or history with the local high school. But over the last couple of years, like we can't crack the nut. They want nothing to do with us. Like in a way that I've never seen. Interesting. Before, like they want nothing to do with us, and so I'm just I'm like because there's Catholic schools in the area, and obviously we can work with Catholic schools, but just this local high school, like we have, it's probably 1,200 kids, 1,200 teens at the high school, and we can't talk to them at all. So like I, I'm just wondering like how do we crack? How are we going to crack the nut of being able to develop a relationship with the school? Yeah. Like what is what is what is it that we can offer? Because I'm like I've, I've thrown everything and nothing. Dude, well, for, Nick, for, Nick has had all, Nick has had this for, difficulty all, too. Did you make a Napoleon Dynamite reference? Was, I did. Okay, Amen, brother. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> Second of all, are, are you not able to reach that high school because the high school is not letting you in? Yeah, yeah. Really? So, I don't, okay. I, don't, I think I think what happened was there was a change in. So I'm following in the footsteps of a very dynamic long-standing youth minister in the area and she was okay. awesome and it was never like a you guys know how it goes when there's like a, a change of command yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, I, lo- I love so that's like so yeah it's a, so great. Yeah. And a curse because they built everything for you and now it's handed off and now yeah. it's like well she or he like, didn't do it that way they're like you're not as funny as kevin <laughs> exactly yeah so but she was awesome there was like no there was no hard feelings or anything. It was just that season was over, new cool. season started, and I just kind of literally fell, you know, backwards right into this this, this place because I wasn't I wasn't thinking about continuing youth. But anyway, yeah. So so we're so we're here and we're just that this new administration just wants nothing to do with the parish anymore. Really? Like they were doing things forever for like twenty years. They were doing a math for all of the juniors and seniors right before prom. So they would all come in their prom get up oh, nice. with their parents and they do this. And now like all of a sudden they want nothing to do. With yeah. It. And like, and they, they, they will not do anything of any kind of faith on campus at all. So oh, like, yeah. the, you, can't, you can't get like a, a, like a, like any kind of like, like Catholic sports organization or yeah. Christian sports organization, or anything like that. So there's right. no, there's nothing. Was it? Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hard right now because a lot of schools are on almost like permanent lockdown now. Yeah, uh, which, which you know, I mean, like that's that 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 is a good thing. But uh, when it comes to our work and us trying to like encroach upon, you know, and do evangelistic outreach, you know, it, it's hard and and it sinks. Uh, I 
when, when we worked at the same parish, I reached out to every single middle school, every single like public schools, public middle school, public high school, and asked if they would be willing, you know, to let, uh, me and, you know, a, a small team, you know, of other, you know, team members to, uh, just, just come for lunch and to just dwell with the kids. Yeah. And they wouldn't, and, they wouldn't let them. I mean, a vast majority, you know, said no, you know, because we weren't known if there's a connection with a parish to that school. I mean, that definitely helps when talking to, you know, like, uh, um, you know, an assistant principal or the actual principal or president of the school. If you're talking about like a Catholic school, yeah. but if you can't get into a Catholic school, then man, that that's just, you're just SOL there. <laughs> I, well, I don't know how to help that. But like, but, but like, what's the, what was the ben- Like, let's backwards. Let's like problem solve this. What was the benefit of being so involved at the, at the high school? What was the benefit you guys were seeing? So, there was a ton of community involvement. So like these teams were showing up a lot. And it's not like we don't have teams showing up for youth at all. Like, yeah. Coming. Yeah. But we're seeing a lot of our teams are commuters from yeah. other areas, like nearby neighborhoods or nearby, um, nearby, because you know, it's, it's one town at Syracuse and then there's a bunch of different villages. Yeah. That kind of comprise the area. Yeah. So they're coming in. So we're not like, there are literally teams who live, a block away, yeah. Walk past our church to go to the high school. Nice, but we're not seeing them coming. And I mean, again, oh. there's there's other there's other issues at play, like you know, like their their parents have fallen into like the lapse or the nun n o n e category yeah. stuff like that. So I, I guess I I'm trying to find the way. Like ministry's not bad, yeah, and it's not because we need numbers. We need to grow. We're going to, yeah. you know, it's just how do we crack? How do you that crack nun? it? Well, yeah. dude, so. Okay, so you have teens that maybe aren't coming to youth group because, like, you used to reach teens that lived a block away from the school. Now it's harder to reach them because you can't have youth group or you can't have some event at the school, right? So now you're farther away. I would start thinking, like, I don't know, this is just me. You seem like the type of person that would that would be into this kind of stuff. I would start thinking, and I and in Toledo I had a similar problem, which was like there were so many Catholic schools and I couldn't be at all of them. So I would start thinking like, what are ways that you could be present without being present? Or what are ways that like, what are ways that people could join, could join an event that you put on without having to leave their home? And I mean, this is one right here. I mean, we got you on like, uh, there's this guy, ah, man, I forget his name, but he started, I mean, and he's a Protestant, but he started Instagram church. And so every Sunday night at 8 PM, he does Instagram church. And people can join in and there's music and there's like, you know, I I don't know if this is in your wheelhouse, but you could start thinking about like, what if you did, like, what if you empowered a teen to host some type of like Instagram live church conference during lunch or like some type of like Google, Google hangouts or some type of like you send them videos on their phones or, you know, like what are some interesting ways that you could show up uh, and give them an opportunity to just be like, well, I don't want to drive all the way there. My mom won't bring me. You do something, right. you know, like, and, and you can even make it like, you can make this a huge upside. Just be like, they won't let us there anymore. So we're going to do it online. You know, like, <laughs> like what, like whatever the events were that you used to do, if it was an award ceremony or some type of mass or something like, Hey, they won't let us there. So we're going to have a, a live mass viewing party at high school, whatever, and get some of your teens to go in and be like, all right, we're going to view, <laughs> we're going to view mass here. Like there might be some cool ways for you to, I don't know. This is just some weird ideas. I don't know if that works for you guys, but that would be cool to just start thinking about what are some other ways to turn the energy that you were using for that and say, all right, well instead we're going to get every kid curious about this, like 
every you know every Friday during lunchtime, you know Adam gives a sermon, you know, and like and a bunch of kids pull up their iPad and pull up the thing. They just know every every Friday at noon, Adam's coming in with like a hot take, and you speak directly to that high school. You're like, hey, I'm talking to you, high school, whatever. Like that'd be really cool, you know? No, no, that's that's actually not a bad idea. Kind of doing like a like a like a gorilla underground. Kind of Dude, they can't stop it. They can't stop Nike. They can't stop Under Armour. They can't stop. They can't stop these people from being at that school, right? So, like, I mean, right. the kids are gonna love it, and and you just start talking. We started doing some videos where we we were we were making these dumb YouTube videos, wishing like our local high school like good luck on their football game. Oh yeah, for their we're homecoming. Like, game. We're like good luck Mustang football. You know, just like stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, like just stupid stuff just to get into the culture. If you want the link to that video. Just send us a DM. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll send it to you. Yeah. But Adam, does does the high school um, do they allow um, the students to do off campus lunch at all? I saw that there's a camp. I saw that there's a question right there that somebody asked. Really? Somebody and said no. They, they don't. Ah, they don't let dang, people go off. Dude, that's dang it! Perfect because like it's finding like your men's club or yeah. night's club to just make all the food and, and just make the lunch extremely affordable, you know, to just get people in the door, you know, yeah. and just have something to do, just create hype to start that funnel of, of discipleship mm-hmm. in. But man, that, that sucks that they, they don't do that. So the idea, the idea that we kind of brainstormed with from the beginning of the next school year is we wanted to do like a day where we're just right out in front of the door, like get their permission, but be out in front of the door and like, yo, it's first day of school. We're going to have 500 donuts. First come, first serve. Oh, that's awesome. Love that. We're not going to evangelize. We're just going to be there. If you want a donut, grab a donut. Yeah. But it's literally to the point where my pastor and I were talking about it. He said, look, if they say no, you just walk half a block down the street. Public street corner and we'll do it there. Yeah, I've heard people do that too where they're like, hey, meet me at Whataburger across the street from the school before school starts and we'll just – I'll buy everyone biscuits and then, or uh, Whataburger chicken biscuits, and then we'll go, and then you can go to school, like early Bible study or something like that, you know? Right. All right. Yeah. Dude, Adam, you're awesome, man. Seriously. Like, Dude, yeah, you're you, thinking all the right things, man. You're, you're rocking. Th- thanks for sharing that with everybody else that's yeah. in here. Seriously. Yeah, for sure, Ed. You're rocking. Thanks for letting me jump on. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, no problem, yeah. man. Adam, thanks for tuning in, man. You're the best, dude. Keep doing it. Keep, keep in right. touch, please. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Take care, Adam. See ya. He's such a cool guy. He's been really active in a lot. I don't know. I just see him a lot on Instagram. He's such okay. a cool guy. Uh, who, who else we got here? I think I fell uh, in love with Adam. I'm just going to be honest. I think I fell, <laughs> lo- I fell in love with him right there, right then and there. I mispronounced this guy's last name. It's Line. I'm so sorry. Kyle says oh, correct order. Sorry. One, God, two, soccer ball, three, three Netflix, Netflix, four, hot, hot dogs. <laughs> hot dog. Ray Pickens. She is in here. Ray Pickens, Beth, Cassie Fitz. I think you can share an Insta Live after it's finished. We will. We might do that. Mary says, "Go, because oh, I, I was Lord. asking how it's to awesome. share. I was asking how to share it." Katie uh, Smith is here. She's a youth minister at St. Joe's in Richardson. She is a great evangelist. Hello, uh, the Pulitzer Soul says, "I started a Catholic club at a public school. It was one of the clubs that teens uh, could choose from. The students wanted it, and the principal let us have it. Yeah, that that is amazing. You know, in in my search for the schools, like in our in our area." Um, there was there was one school that that was so supportive that allowed us in. Uh, we just could not proselytize. We could yeah. we could stay you know at one table. They didn't want us hopping around or things like that. But in between lunches, we could hop around and something like that. They didn't want you going to a different lunch table and be like, "Hey, Kevin, do you know Jesus?" And and you know what, like Adam, if you're still in here, like another huge thing is is some of our students would come and ask us, "Can you speak at our our FCA?" Yeah, um, Fellowship of Agricultural. Christ- <laughs> 
Christian agricultural yeah. athletes. Yeah, yeah. And what and, is that really? Fellowship of Catholic of, of Christian athletes. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 Christian. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, one of them asked Edmund to go speak at it, and he was like, heck yes, I'm there. Like, the, the ability to be, like, uh, to represent your parish, represent, uh, uh, like, through that, yeah. to start that funnel. Maybe there is a fallen away Catholic there. Yeah. You know, like, man, it's just, the possibilities are endless. The and, questions were like, hey, uh, hello, Mr. Edmund. Are Catholics Christian? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, the questions. But, I mean, Adam brings up a good point. How, how do we reach those uh, that are in our neighboring schools? You Especially know, like schools the, are shutting down. The, the, the demographic is, is right there. I mean, yeah. Like, but the schools not, like, are like, no, we don't want anyone here. I, I went to our nearby Catholic high school, and it was, I, it was a lockdown kind of thing. Like, yeah. I, I went in you know just known by even like the chaplain there and other like teachers and i went to check in because i i bought a a bag full of chick-fil-a sandwiches and i yeah. was gonna hand it out to all of my like confirmation candidates that happened to go to that school just to build rapport you know relational ministry do it and uh and it was oh, oh. we gotta start it again yeah, we gotta start this again no 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 don't, share. don't, share. Share. don't, don't share that yeah no yeah so are you then, sure yeah because then it will come up wait wait there you go go live because it will give like two, and then it's uh-huh. hard for people to join live. Okay. Hey, guys, we're back. And we're back. Again, the live ended. This would be a good time to so do long. a voicemail. Yes. Do you want to do a voicemail right now? Sure. Okay. Ryan McQuay joined. Ryan. Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Ryan's coming on the show, everybody. Sorry, Ryan's guys. Back. We hit our one-hour mark, but we, yeah. will not be, we will not be boxed in by Instagram. No. And you will not be boxed in. Can't put our Lord in a box. You can't put our Lord in a box. Johnny Some Philp, everybody. calls it a tabernacle. Well, you, yeah, you can put them in a <laughs> small box. <laughs> With gold. <laughs> right, 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 right. Hey, we need to get some people back on here. Ryan, get in here, man. Yeah, Ryan, you got a question? Ryan, oh, get in here. No, Ryan. Oh, we got a request. Well, yeah, it's, it's Alice again. I think her internet connection is better. Well. <laughs> well. We'll see. Okay, let's try Alice. it. How did she get her internet better? Like, did she. Yeah, did you subscribe Did she cover to her house Google in Fiber? aluminum foil? Like, what did she do? <laughs> big antenna. Hello. Hey, Alice, how's it going? Hey, is it, is it working this time? It seems good. You I don't know what you great. did. Okay. Great. I don't know. I just do you came shut back down the same room I was in before. Do you shut down all those Bitcoin servers that are running in the background? Yeah, you're just mining. <laughs> oh just yeah, mining for Bitcoin. Get that Ethereum. <laughs> that Ethereum page is just not cutting it. It's not cutting it. You got that harvest. <laughs> oh my god, Alice, what's going yes. on? So where are you from? What's your position? What are you? What's what's going on with you, Alice? Well, you're from Arlington, right? Arlington, somewhere, right. Virginia, sure. the diocese of Arlington. Yeah, yeah. Ar- Arlington, the lesser. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't compare because I haven't been to Arlington, Texas. That's so true. I don't That's know. True. That's but, um, <laughs> Maybe it's Arlington the Greater. We home don't know. Home of the Cowboys, home of the <laughs> Texas Rangers. Yeah. Former home of me. <laughs> That's where I was what, born. I was uh, born there. What do you do at your parish? Oh, oh begin yeah. the internet problem again. Alice, Alice, Alice. Your internet. Alice. You. Direct. Your, hus- you your husband's through? streaming Game of Thrones in the um, other room. So currently, um, I'm the assistant. Mm-hmm. See, she knows too. I'm, I'm assuming it's not working. It's it's, oh, it's lagging it's a little bit. Working. Okay, all we've gathered is that you were the assistant, and now you're director. Now you're director, which, which is uh, awesome. As an aside, that's so exciting. That's so exciting. That's so exciting because you have the whole world. Yeah, you're not assistant to the assistant regional manager. <laughs> exactly. A oh, huge office. Fan, have you so fired? Yeah, exactly. Have not. you fired a weapon in the office? <laughs> have you discharged no. okay, a handgun? <laughs> Not yet. Maybe I can put like someone's stapler in jello. That'll be a first. That'd be uh, good. Start. Yes, how long sure it is a red swing <laughs> how, how long have you been at this parish? 
So I've only been here less than a year. Okay. Um, wow, that's a quick uh, ascension to power. Yeah, you're doing something yes. right. Yeah, well, our director of youth ministry, he's going to seminary in the fall. Okay. So, um, that was smart, yeah, that was awesome. smart of you to send him there. Don't you love it when that happens? <laughs> Just yeah, like, yeah. So, so I'll be moving in as the director of youth ministry. Um, nice. and awesome. We've been, yeah. It's really cool. It's um, kind of crazy, but something uh, a model that's been really encouraged um, is using a small group orientation. Yeah. Uh, which I think is yeah. really, I think that's really beneficial a lot of times for young adults or college students. Mm-hmm. Um, but just wanted to hear your opinion, both of you. Um, on that for high school. Cause I know that, um, it can work, but it hasn't been, yeah, it hasn't been super fruitful, I guess in, um, in our first year of trying it. Okay. How did you, how have you guys tried it? Like what, what, when you say you've tried it, like, yeah, like what did you do? Did you just say, Hey, we're doing small group and just send an email to all the parents and said, we're doing small group. Or did you train volunteers and launch it? Did the pat like, what, what have you, when you say you've tried the small group model, like what was it that you guys did? Yeah, so um, a good piece to mention, which I heard you guys talking about earlier while I was in and out of Wi-Fi, um, is that uh, we this parish that I'm in has gone through a lot of changes with youth ministers. Yeah, um, and so there's a lot of parents that are really unhappy with like youth ministers that have been taken out and changes that have been made. Um, and so there are certain events that traditionally the parish has participated in every year. Awesome events that our diocese puts on. We have a really, uh, really great diocese here. Yeah. So um, those are good things that people people always want to hop on board for. But the challenge is that it's like okay for that one week in June. There's all these teens that want to come and be a part of this, yeah. this camp, um, and yeah. then it, it's hard to kind of bring them on board for anything else. So I think um, what has been helpful is having something steady, like, okay, if I've also been kind of our director of religious ed and youth ministry. So me and this other person have sort of had a dual role. Um, And so it's been challenging to really give everything to the youth ministry program. Um, I think now that I'll be specifically in that role, it will be much better to be able to, to dive into that more. But, um, so I think the the benefit of just kind of trying consistently to have a time to and place to meet um, has worked. I've only been facilitating girls' small groups um, using a walking with purpose study, a uh, Bible study, which which is good. Um, so so I think it's just maybe part of it is like maybe we've been playing it too safe and need to kind of take more of a creative risk. When when you when you describe small groups are the small groups primarily, you know, uh, eight to 10 teens with one leader following some type of study? Yeah. So, um, the one that I've been doing, we've been following a walking with purpose study and it's really only been, um, like four or five girls that consistently come, um, again, because there's been so many changes in the parish and certain events that people yeah. um, really look forward to and kind of only come to those. Um, we've we've struggled, I think, just to have people who are consistently interested yeah. that will come. How, how, what's the size of your parish? Um, so, yeah. What's the size of your parish? Um, that's a good question. If you had that's a ball... That's a good question. If, I, if you I had think a ball we're, 
Um, ooh. Like I want to say over yeah. over two thousand families. Yeah, yeah, okay. we definitely have more well, than that. That's just so. so hard. I I tend to go with like, what's your mass attendance? Oh yeah, yeah. Seriously, what's your mass because attendance? like yeah, the better. whole like more PBS accurate. and yeah. stuff. Like you don't know who is yeah. double, triple, quadruple yeah, registered. Yeah. So like, well, what, what, what's the mass attendance? What, yeah, what, what do you think you, the mass attendance is for the um, weekend? Yeah, that's a good question too because I'm not sure how how many. Yeah, like, I would. Okay. I would know. I mean, it's hard so. unless you're sitting in your business manager's office drinking coffee with them. It's hard to know that. Alice, the first thing I would say is if you're concerned that the small group model isn't taking that well, I would say like only only one year is not really I mean, I mean unless you're really seeing fires, unless you're seeing really big issues, I would say like yeah. one one year just isn't long enough. One year is long yeah, enough to that's a good point. One year is long enough to maybe train a few volunteers and maybe for a few people to see you do it really well. Mm. I mean it's really it's really hard within one year. I mean I mean, any new endeavor we start, I mean, it's going to be at least three years till you get to functional, right? Like, cause the first year you're doing everything first for the first time. The second year is the first time you've done everything twice. It's not, it's, it's not until the third year that you're really like cooking and you know how to like really start. Um, the other thing though, and this is something we're going to talk about on the podcast a lot. Uh, and this is something that totally transformed the way I thought about youth ministry. I used to think about youth ministry as like, okay, what method or model am I going to pick? And a different approach is to think uh-huh. about, to think about the whole journey of evangelization. So if you're more business minded, you could think of this as like a customer, like the, the buyer's journey. Um, but really this comes from the RCIA model, the catechumenate. And so you want to think, what are the stages if you think of a team that doesn't know that your parish exists at all and isn't even Christian all the way through a team, like your most ideal on fire missionary minded, fully converted on fire for the Lord leader, right? There's a lot of stages in between. And I think a lot of youth ministers get caught up in like, well, if we do life teen or maybe we'll do small group model or maybe we'll do alpha or maybe we'll do maybe this retreat. Um, and so they get caught up in the particulars instead of helping their parish or or thinking along a path of discipleship. And so one way to think of this, right? So just real quickly would be okay, there's pre-evangelization, so everything that's just, you know, building up trust for someone who's not even Christian to even listen to you. So that could be like a community mm-hmm. event, it could be any interaction that your parish has with non-Christian kids or non-Catholic kids. So there's pre-evangelization, then there's evangelization. There's like that explicit proclamation of the gospel. You know, a, think like a, Stu- a Steubenville conference, a retreat. You know, um, acts, um, uh, teens encounter, cry, any of those things where it's like this is a change moment, life change moment. Then, then the third one would be maybe catechesis, or maybe you call this discipleship formation, small group, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the last piece is like discerning their unique charisms, their unique mission, their unique vocation, and sending them out on mission. So what what I would be interested to hear from you is like, if you had to take everything you're doing and and put it in those buckets, maybe you just have four buckets, you know, focus Catholic missionaries, they do win, build, send. What are the events that we're doing to win people? 
What are the events we're doing to build people? What are we doing to send people? What are the things we're doing? When, when your parish and you and your pastor are talking about small groups and whether or not it's working well, you might want to ask yourself, how do people even get into a small group? Like, what are we doing to make people aware of small groups? What are we doing for teens that don't care about church? What are we doing for teens that want small groups and want to build? And then what are we doing to empower teens to go out and evangelize other teens and invite other teens? I think if you started thinking broadly, then small groups is just one small piece. And it's more about the connections between mm-hmm. things. And then you can say, okay, well, let's try Steubenville this year and see if we can funnel people into small groups. If that doesn't work next year, let's try Covecrest. Let's try Discover Christ. Let's try Alpha. Let's try a retreat. Let's try a community event. Uh, and then think along the funnel instead of getting what I'm afraid of is maybe getting too focused on small groups. I don't know if that's true what you're doing. Um, but what, what's your reaction to that? What do, what do you yeah. th- like? Have you ever heard that, that kind of like long funnel kind of approach to ministry? Um, I thank you for sharing that. I've heard pieces of that before. Um, I've heard a lot of people in our diocese use the terminology of win events. So for things like the student bill conference yeah. or for like bigger day events in our diocese, that term, um, so that definitely is a helpful perspective to look at. Um, uh, so, yeah, part of what's interesting for me right now is as I'm being promoted to this new position, um, my pastor has given me a lot of freedom to kind of recreate the program. Yeah. Um, and um, I shout out to Life Teen. I did a missionary year with Life Teen. Awesome. Um, and nice. so and, and have seen a lot of really good youth ministry. Um, through that. Um, but I also understand that that's just one model of how things can be done. Right. And there are a lot of, a lot of good programs. So, um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm like a big vision person and have a lot of trouble sometimes, um, uh, putting that vision into action. And so I desire, uh, like in my heart, like, yeah, let's like do the service and, um, service opportunities and socials and like formation night and then break out into small groups and have retreats and do all these things. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's definitely helpful um, to have it kind of organized in that funnel approach and understand that um, each of these things are, are just kind of a piece of a bigger vision. Um, yeah. And I heard you guys talking earlier as well about thinking long-term and short-term at the same time. Um, and I can see how that uh, is really beneficial because, um, I, you know, I guess none of us really know how long we'll be be in a ministry position. So, um, yeah. So I find that really helpful, and and hopefully, um, I think a lot of it is to just like getting past the fear of getting messy and just kind of diving into it. And um, so, yeah. Thank you for sharing. Just like yeah, and Alice, like sometimes you need <clears throat> to get into the mess and just try things out. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And like Alice, you have such like already just in this conversation, like you have a nuanced and mature, like you're reading, you're reading what's going on really well. And I think, um, a lot of times in that first year, the, like, aren't you, this is your first year, right? At the parish. This is your first year. Uh Oh, there's a slight Uh lag. Yeah. She's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is your first year at the parish. Can you see me? Hear me? (laughs) Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) So this I think is, it's reconnecting. Yeah. This is your first year, Alice. And, and again, like, like 
don't 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 take the the feedback personally you gotta you know think long term and you have a good head on you you're praying about this you're thinking about this in a nuanced way so don't don't get you know don't get discouraged by well we want to do small groups and it's not really taking off you have three years to figure that out you have three years for a successful i mean i mean we we're like five years into youth ministry at our parish and we're still trying to figure out the confirmation program right like there there so you know yeah don't don't take it personally your job as the director of youth ministry is to just evaluate everything and come up with solutions to problems and try to fill along this path of discipleship and try new things and fill that path and so if the small groups isn't working then just see that as like that's not you that's you evaluating something that's running and trying to figure out an interesting way to, to solve that problem. Yeah. And, and that's what a true director does. And that's what we're, we're, what we're going to be talking about in this podcast. And, and Edmund has taught me that, that do what only you can do. So if you're the only one running these discipleship groups, you know, like that's, that's, that's not the best. So like your specific skill set and vision for a youth ministry is, is so that intellectual property is so valuable. Yeah. Like your, your brain and your heart and your prayer for ministry, like you have, you have a nuanced understanding of this. And so you create the army. Yeah. And and so it's just, you get them to do create your 300 Spartans and send them out on the person. So this is just about long term, Alice. This is just about you. Like, like, observing over the long term, just observing things. That doesn't mean that you can't give a talk. That doesn't mean that you can't be in there. But like when you're overseeing, it's, it's the difference between working in the ministry and working on the ministry. Yeah. yeah, And so, so yeah, that's, that's just exciting all around. Alice, thank you so much for coming back in. Alice, you're doing great. You're going to do great. A little better. Yeah. Keep in touch with us. DM us. Like, let us know if you need anything, please. (laughs) (laughs) It's lagging a little bit. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for what you're doing. Um, yeah, you guys are lagging as well. So hopefully the message goes. I think we got through. it. We but get the message. Thank you for reaching out to a lot of youth ministers. I know. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on. Seriously, thanks for coming on. Bringing us some good stuff. Love to. We hear you the guys, message. The message so loud much. and clear <laughs> that she's trying to say. Thank you. Is good that. Night. What she's trying to say is that Good this is her favorite podcast of all <laughs> yeah, time. Exactly. That's what that's Bye, what Alice. Alice is saying. She's trying to say that. Oh, we got another request. Well, okay. Get in here. I mean, yeah. Uh, who is that? Amanda. Amanda. Sione. Yeah, she's did, been did trying to help that? with the show. Did I say that right? Why don't we, we go through these? We still need to get to that uh, voicemail as well. Well, hold on. R- Ryan is saying some stuff to you. Hello. How's it going? Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Sorry I've been ghosting you. <laughs> What's up, Amanda? Are you in youth ministry? Okay, so I... Where, where are you coming from first? Oh, yeah. Where are you calling in from? What state from? are you in? I'm in New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay. How's, your, how's your heart? What? No! And you can't just lead with how's your heart? Um. Wow, I don't know which question to answer first. Um. <laughs> New, New Orleans. You're in New Orleans. You're in New Orleans. I- I had interviewed for a youth ministry position, or I was going to interview for one. Um, I signed up for the email, um, but I just learned that wasn't for me. Um, I do work, um, I do music ministry for a youth group. Um, yeah. I'm typically on the core team, but it's not like my job. I just volunteer. So. Okay. So can you help people that might be listening, because you've discerned out of youth ministry, can you help people who might be on the fence discerning whether or not 
they don't want to be in youth ministry. What if, what have you learned or what is it that someone who's listening to this, who might be discerning whether or not they're called to that, what is it that they can learn from what you've gone through? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I, was a good question, I was, right? oh, I know. It was, it was a good question. <laughs> from a job as a nanny. So I work with kids. Um, I also teach a homeschool co-op. So I work with kids. I grew up in um, a great youth, um, charismatic youth group um, in New Orleans. But I think, I don't know specifically, but I think I just knew in prayer that it wasn't, it wasn't what the Lord was calling me yeah. to. And I think that's important because, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a ministry. It's a, it's a calling. And like, if you're not called to it, then it might not. It's a lifestyle. Let's be honest. It's a yeah. lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so now I, um, actually ended up taking a job as a sacristan. So I'm more like, behind oh, awesome. Me. Sweet. Cool. But, but, but you're still investing in youth ministry. Well, obviously, you're following this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have have like so much power as like a team member. Yeah, a volunteer to create. I've thought about that before. Of value for the youth minister. Well, right, but then it it completely blocks my face when you do that. So then I do it like that. Oh, don't question my. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't question my methods. Dude, you could be the best volunteer. I've thought about doing this. Seriously, like the absolute, like like you you do what you need to do to support yourself or whoever else that depends on you. But then also you create a ton of value because you're able to see everything from the outside. Yeah. You're like, you're like, <laughs> I'm going to quit youth ministry and be the best volunteer anyone's Man, ever had. That's so attractive sometimes like to just think about that and to just love on a, like your, your, your parish's youth minister. I don't know why, but that's so attractive to me. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. When I retire, that's what I'm going to do. Seriously, I'm going to be the. Mm, I'm going to be the best. Good. Seventy year old <laughs> core member, my youth minister has ever seen. I'm going to be no, that seventy year old core member. There have been seventy year olds who have been amazing in our youth group. Yeah, um, yeah. My my first but, parish, Maya Avalos. She was like the grandmother for everyone. She was amazing. She was and, so and, awesome. And she right was, now at your parish, Lloyd Kelly. Oh yeah, Lloyd. Man, yeah, he's he's perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So Amanda, do you have any questions for us, or do you want to like compliment me? Oh, Ellen, you're so great. There you go. <laughs> perfect. She's one of the greatest fans ever. You get the crown. Um, yeah. No, I love um, what y'all are doing. I think it's super fun. I also appreciate the. <laughs> Casual swigs of Topo Chico every once in a while. Yeah, like, it's not casual. Um, it's out of necessity. I yeah. don't hydrate at all, and I only drink Topo Chico to yep. get my water intake. So, yep, I got on that lime, and, that, that lime flavor. It's pretty good. So, Edmund, and then what is your name? Nick. My name is Nick. Short Hi, for Nick. Nicholas. Okay. Oh, I have a cousin named Nicholas. Good. And Nicole. So, nice. There you go. There you go. Nice. I bet they're amazing people. Yeah, but um, I guess what is y'all's like main vision for the podcast? Ooh, for the podcast, what's our vision for the podcast, Nick? Um, it, it is equipping youth ministers uh, to be uh, directors and not constantly working in the ministry, but uh, selling them on the fact that they have the capacity to change the overall uh, community and culture within the parish, but. Also, their city and parish boundary. Yeah, as well. We we think that youth ministry or, or that youth ministry demands uh, a lot of skills. Yeah, you know, like in uh, in creating uh, talks, an overall process for 
like a, a womb to tomb process. How are we getting people to heaven or creating opportunities for the sanctification of God's people? Yeah. But then also like in, in graphic design as well, like in marketing communications, like I, I think youth ministers are like utility players in like baseball. And yeah. Stuff like that. Like yeah, they, yeah. They can go anywhere. Yeah. And so I, I think if somebody is sold on the fact that renewal ought to be happening in the parish, uh, that youth ministry is just, it, it can be a stepping stone, but those who have the heart for youth ministry, we think youth ministry can be extremely sustainable for the long haul. Oh yeah. Until retirement. Yeah. Provided that the, it's the right parish, the right, uh, pastor has set up, um, you know, like a, a good, uh, leadership process yeah. and how things are decided, how, um, how things are unfolded and implemented too. And so I, I think that this podcast is going to cater to all of that. Yeah. My my vision for the podcast is this, and I think my hope is that our voice would be if we were talking to a friend in youth ministry. So if if like we had a friend in youth ministry who was just starting out, and, and if we could explain like an approach to youth ministry that's less like Nick said, less a youth minister and more the director of youth ministry, in the sense that you're a missionary at a parish, helping a parish. Uh, reach youth. I mean, in and more so, like just transforming parish culture through yeah, you, youth evangelization. Exactly. Like in a sense, you have a church within a church. Yeah, almost like, a like, young <laughs> church. Almost a young church. That You're was the name. That was the, the name we came up with our for our youth ministry. Young church. <laughs> that you did. That's why it's a quote. Yeah. And I that's why it's it. a. That's why it's a. It's and a joke. Which is why thing. I decided to work uh, with Edmund. For it's a time. because of that. Because of young church. But we don't work with each other anymore. Just yeah, in a, in a I different. Love- does that sound like the best Amanda. podcast you've ever listened to, Amanda? <laughs> yeah, because I never really think of youth ministry as like being a director rather than like I just think of it as like, you know, yeah. we went because I guess I volunteer. And- Amanda, Amanda, no, this it's, is not the like best the, podcast. This parish, this parish is like, we need somebody to do this. So. Amanda, this is not the best podcast. The show <laughs> oh, with gosh. Edmund Mitchell is the best podcast. Man, shameless plug of the year. <laughs> Very true. Amanda's feeling very <laughs> torn because I'm on this podcast and the other podcast. So Amanda doesn't know which one which one should be the best. This one. I think I think they're both great. But um, <laughs> yeah, amazing. no, I think that's also what you're talking about, um, like transforming the whole parish. Because I feel like, like I joined a youth ministry in high school that was like for my whole archdiocese, and because the ones in my parishes weren't mm. like they weren't thriving, they were just like kickball and like no prayer and like you know so i joined the charismatic youth group because we prayed and we also had fun so yeah. i think it's really important for people to say that yeah, yeah that, that, that's definitely true like if if you have hype in your youth ministry and you're all hype like it's going to transition for like a student to to come in the door with the hype and that's going to be exciting for a little while but then there it's going to transition to the student saying like well then where where is their value for me where's the beef like exactly uh, and then after that, well, once you give them value, it's like, are, are you a person worth following? Yeah. Like yeah, you yeah. as a youth minister and, and, and the, the team that you're building around you, like, are you guys worth following? Yeah. And so create hype, you know, and then give them value to come back, yeah. you know, a place of yeah, belonging yeah. and then give them value to come back, but then also be a person, a team worth following. And it says like, make them say, man, I want to be a part of this. Like, like man, this is Amanda. something. Yeah. Yeah, like this is something worth being a part of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 inviting other people into that. And once all that is accomplished, that's when you create a culture. Yeah, and then it's unstoppable. And then that culture is just going to live. That's where we get you know these these youth ministers who have been 
who had been in the role for like 25, 30 years, and then they retired. Then the new person comes in, and that culture is there, but the face isn't there. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's, that's, all, that's my all, dream. That's a whole episode in and that's of itself. That's my dream. Too. Well, Amanda, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. Thanks, thanks for, for being. Me. Thanks for being a big fan. Heck yeah. Yes. All right, Bye, take y'all. care, Amanda. Bye. Bye. All right, I, I want to scroll oh, up. Oh, there's another request there. Oh, man. Okay, well, we have a question from Ryan from Young and Wild Catholic Mamas, but then we also have that voicemail, too, that we're yeah, going to get to yeah. as well. Well, this is this uh, is this is hopping. the live person right episode, now. Yes! It is Ryan McClure. Yes! The Ryan man, the mustache, the glasses. It's waiting to connect. He, it, that, he probably requested it like 30 minutes. Ryan! Ryan! How's it going, brother? Uh, Ryan's here! How's it going? Ryan, how are you doing, man? I'm doing really good. Oh, man, I love your ceiling fan. I don't, I'm not even, like, in full-time ministry. I'm just a fan of the content, the branding. Ooh. That's okay, <laughs> man. Oh, wait, wait. Are you talking, like, the design aspect of it? Oh, yeah. It looks, the whole thing. Ah, uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, guys, those of you who are just tuning in, man, this is the Ryan McQuaid. Coming in what, right what's your now. What's your official hot. title at Life Teen? I'm a graphic designer. Okay, so he's a professional. You are a professional. You have the glasses. You have the mustache. You have have a a colorful Pantone background on Instagram. Right? So, Ryan, this will be really interesting for this is like we're this is preliminary before we really launch the episodes of the podcast. But give us some critique because I I mean I spent some time on the design, but we're just kind of running with it. I'm not a pro, but give me some Give me what you're seeing. Give me what you're noticing. Give me the feedback. Give me like, oh, I noticed this. You did this, so that I know, like, oh shoot, I I wasn't actually trying to do that, right? Like, give me the, give me your stuff. Just real yeah, quick, no, though. It's minimalist and it's like super chic and it's cool. But I think too, it's like it. Like I saw someone was asking about like social media presence in youth ministry. Yes, that is we're so getting hard. To that. I mean, like. In order to beat the algorithm, you know you have to post like every day, and yeah. to be like, and, that, and you have to be on top of what they want, right? So it's smart you're live streaming because Instagram loves that, and they're going to share it, you yeah. know. But it's like, um, that's like so hard. That's really hard to keep yeah. up with on top of like trying to minister to like hundreds of kids or whatever yeah. you have. You know, like, um. That's cool, but I, I just want to know if you like well, the gradient. I just want to know if you like the gradient I'm using. The gradient. I love the gradient. Okay, you're okay with that? I thought it was like, yeah, is it too it was- cheesy? Like, I love it. Right, well, okay, okay so yeah, you're kind of uh, talking about what Young and Wild Catholic Mamas, the other Ryan, w- was saying, like like how, how do, what's the how, best way how to, we, to yeah. reach teens? And, and Edmund, I want to ask you right now, live on the spot, do, do teens care about the graphic that you're putting out? I mean, a little bit, a little bit, but is it hey, worth spending three hours on on a youth ministry event? What are you saying, Ryan? On Instagram for a second, is that what you're asking before they go on? I don't know. This is like my like an existential crisis that I'm right. going right. Through. It's so, like it's how like how much time should you invest yeah. into a a graphic for a one off event? I think you know? if you're a youth or minister and you're event, spe- if, if you're a youth minister and you're spending more than two hours on a flyer, that's not good, right? Yeah. Or you become a graphic designer. That's or, yeah, or, or you leave ministry and you're like, this oh, is actually man. what because I want to do. Oh, that, that is <laughs> good. That is good. When you're spending five hours on a design or <laughs> your story branding. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What, is he say? what are you saying, Ryan? That's what I did. I mean, I was um, I was youth minister for a year, a little bit over maybe. 
and um, with my friend John. I'm sorry. With my friend John, John Jonathan Cardinal. Yeah. And it was a great ministry, and I and I did really love love it a lot. I was spending so much time on design though, um, because it was like my passion and it was what I loved the most. Yeah. I, it was, thanks be to God, like I found a job that allowed me to do both. Nice. I think we like have um, so we do a, a convention, a youth ministry convention, and it was really interesting. I got to talk to we got kind of time as a design team to talk to youth ministers and you kind of know what to sometimes expect out of those. That's when the, like the artsy ones will come and they'll yeah. be like, what if I open a shop and act and work full time as a youth minister? Yeah. How do I like get clients on my design work and do this at the same time? And sometimes the truth is like, you can't do both of those. Those are two different full time jobs. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But I think, um, so that's kind of the first thing is what is youth ministry to you and do you feel like you're doing it all the time, you know, and they yeah. love it. But um, something that I felt like I was encouraging them to do that I didn't necessarily think of when I was youth minister, but I would encourage now is, is to think of the teens as like the, the, your disciples, right? And so to like, to not feel that you have to be the youth minister that everyone thinks you should be, but like for, for artsy youth ministers, right? Like, Maybe it is appropriate that you have an art class every week. Oh yeah, of like an apologetics lesson. Yeah, and you and you like raise them up in your own faith and like your own experience of it. Because um, I think that that was difficult. That I noticed coming. To, I went to Franciscan and coming straight out of it into youth ministry. Like I just kind of thought I had to be a certain type of youth minister. Yeah, I, I did. This, yeah. I had the same pressure. I, I had the same yeah. pressure, yeah. But I think if you can think about what do you love about the faith and just do that, like then they're your disciples. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, um, it would be like a disservice not bring them into your particular faith or we, your own yeah. experience. You know? We had a core member do a hand lettering class. It was just optional. Yeah. They could either go to dodgeball or they could come to a hand lettering class and they were hand lettering quotes from the Bible, but then yeah. like towards the end of the hand lettering thing, like she just said, Hey, by the way, like after 30 minutes of teaching how to do calligraphy and like what pens and blah, 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 and taking questions and giving feedback. Then at the end she was like, Hey, by the way, I do this to pray. And I just want to tell you like how I pray. Yeah. And I just want to teach you for five minutes how I pray. And this is how I pray. And she said, like, there was not, no one said a single thing. Like she had everyone's full attention so it'd be really cool. Like, yeah, if you're into graphic design, like if you could teach people how to do graphic design, yeah. like teach people with your personality and your skills. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I think as a youth minister, especially for me, I'm, I'm not an amazing graphic designer, but, but I try and I do, I, I do decent. I think yeah. you do decent. Like, you do for, decent. I, I do decent, not adequate, but decent. Shut your yeah. mouth. Yeah. Uh, but Ryan, I, Ryan I said you're adequate. I, I use, the, I like it. I use the process like to help me actually figure out what exactly I'm trying to communicate to mm. a teen. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to like web design or a specific event or something yeah. like that, or if I'm creating a series yeah. like for the, the month and a half or, or two months or something like, well, what am I trying to do? And, and I let the graphic try to dictate that or, or the main you try to let your art series. You let the art speak to you. Amen, brother. <laughs> Hey man, the church it. is beautiful it. and it speaks and it sends you out at the same time. Art is the oh, first form God. of catechesis. Ryan, what what do you want us to do with this podcast? I I actually really respect. I like 
I mean, the whole culture Kool-Aid thing that you were trying there for a while. Oh Dude, I yeah. want that to come back so bad. Uh, so no one told you how hard content is. I it is hard, I, but you just got to yeah. grind through it, man. Worker. You just got to force yourself to do it. But okay, but but okay, as someone who's trying yeah. to do content, who likes content, who you know, who likes well-designed things, give us advice. Yeah. Give us advice on the, like, what should we be doing with this podcast? What should we be doing? Like, I don't know. What do you see? What should we be doing? Yeah. I think talking about what you're passionate about, obviously, yeah. I guess never really thinking like, do it. Like, I mean, you know it, right? Like do it for you and answer the things that you care about. Yeah. Like don't think about necessarily what, it, what we're looking to see. Yeah. Cause we probably share the same yeah. opinions, but, um, and consistency, I get like, you know, mm. I mean, I don't know how else to say to be successful on it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Don't know no, you're right, but, man. You're right. But, like, um, just, yeah. And being punchy sometimes we talk about that, like that kind of struggle with social media that you sometimes do have to be clickbaity to get to the good content yeah. underneath. You know? Yeah. And, and, or just a and, good thing, but. Yeah, that's hard, man. And and I think that can be done well. You know, underlying, I'm yeah. trying to create a a place of belonging to youth as they come into our youth space. And I'm trying to sell them on the fact that they belong here. Uh, but ultimately, yeah. I'm trying to sell them on the fact that they belong to our Lord. Mm. Are you talking uh, about the so, podcast yeah. or your own? Yeah. Are you talking about the podcast or your own ministry? Oh, the, just ministry in general. No, we're talking about our sorry, podcast. Sorry, yeah, the podcast. I feel like. Uh, no, that's super interesting. Something that we like changed recently at Life Team that I think um, I'm happy to see is is a, a subtle like shift in our content to just addressing our primary goal is like addressing primary questions of teenagers that yeah. hopefully like um, you're distracting him, getting them by just being honest with them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm really proud of the recent series. One of them we put out was um, on racism. Yeah. And I think that, like, they went through so much work, I just thought, you know, to do that. But I think that the goal was, like, well, we're going to put out a series that, like, just catches you off guard, you know? And, yeah. like, and they obviously have questions about, so you're going to come in, you know, and now that you're in, now you have obviously found the community and, um, these like core members who are walking with you. Dude, I, I love that. Be, I was bold, proud taking risks, catching you off guard. I feel like that's how I operate. Just Dude, I, I was proud when I <laughs> yeah, saw when good. I saw that series come out. I was like, yes, like yes, like like that's a big top. Like that, like yeah. this is a big serious topic. Like that was yeah. that was cool, man. Like I, I really I, respect that. Yeah, I can't necessarily speak for content team all the time, but I was really proud to see them go through that because. Um, I think just that like life team, we were trying to figure out like who we are to the youth minister, you know, and yeah. what they need. And I think, um, I, I mean, I, they've known this for a while, but I think recently we've just been really energized by like, if we're asking you to like, if we're asking to like almost take on a huge part of your role in youth ministry content, right. Then we're going to do like a ton of work that, that hopefully you would receive that box and think like, I don't have the time to write a resource on racism. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and like, nobody, and nobody's doing that. Yeah. Right now too. Thinkers, you know what I mean? On racism, get their opinions and interview teens. Like, I think that was encouraging to me to see that we're doing that. And, yeah. Um, and hopefully it's helpful. I don't know, but I, I, 
I'm excited about that. So I no, think yeah. cast, we should be doing something that nobody else is doing. We right should now. talk about racism. Ryan McQuaid is telling <laughs> right? us yeah, to talk about racism on our podcast. Yeah. Um, and he also says that. he loves my gradient. I love the gradient. Okay, but what else? I want more feedback on like. Should I do more of something? Should I less of something? I need to say more of it. I love the live streaming. I love that you're doing like things that like we all should be doing. Because I think what ultimately happens, what I just see in ministry stuff, and I work like on content side of ministry. You know what I mean? Like, but I think I see it especially kind of in speakers too. Like the speaking circle is that we tend to like look at other people and then like, um, and then we just, we mirror, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what we see as being effective. And I think which is what's cool about this, like, is that, um, hopefully people would take it and be like, well, I could set up a live stream and teams could call in. Yeah. And, you yeah. Know, yeah. and just kind of the same thing or like, Oh, why, why don't we just like make a podcast of our life night? Yeah. You know, and yeah. The talk that we're doing. Um, I think it's cool. Hopefully it gives people like a lot of, ideas awesome so, you're the best thanks, ryan. Thanks, ryan. you're the best ryan you rock thanks so much man talk to you later ryan bye Peace. everyone go follow ryan on instagram uh speaking speaking of the man the you other cut ryan. him out you you kicked him out of what? there no, no, was, he wasn't even was done me and him what? were me and him were no, saying goodbye no, and you just no, no. kicked him you out you just want to talk about the podcast you and yeah. podcast when you stop you right, stop fine. thinking about this fine what, fine fine but what, what the other Ryan was was saying, the Young Catholic Mamas uh, uh, channel or account, uh, she was saying like how how do how do we best reach teens? Um, like I guess with uh, an event or an announcement or for ongoing like youth group, uh, is the bulletin the best way or is a social media account uh, mm, the best? Yeah. How, what would you say there? What would I say? Yeah. What would you say to reach teens with an announcement or or an, or an event? Like to well, what do you mean by reach? How, how do you like get them to come up? Communications to, wise, to, how do you best reach a teen when they're not physically in front of you? Man, I don't know. Everything how, you how, do, everything. How do you use the bulletin? Who or who are you speaking to when you use the bulletin? I think primarily when you're using the bulletin, primarily you're speaking to parents. Yes. Who are you speaking to when you're using the Facebook group? The Facebook group, uh, probably parents. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Who are you speaking to when? you are using Instagram. I think most, I think you can be speaking to teens. I think, I think most, but you got to do some work. You, you have to do some speaking. work to like, yeah, exactly. Crack through because yeah, the, the, the predominant way that I communicate with teens is through our Instagram channel. And that is me promoting it after every single night. Yeah. Saying like, if you want, all the information you go here for yeah, it yeah, yeah. because they're not going to read the bulletin. Yeah, the no. bulletin is for the parents and I'm speaking to the parents or, or I'm, I'm also speaking to any other adult or any other parishioner in the parish because they read the bulletin. Yeah. And, and I will leave like the entire month's calendar up there. Even when like an event has passed, I will just leave it there until the end of the month because I want the whole parish knowing that X, Y, and Z happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I want them bought into. So if somebody says like, how's the youth ministry program there at your parish? They'll be, they'll say like, oh yeah, they're doing this. Yeah. They're yeah. Doing yeah. X, Y, and yeah. Z. Uh, how I mean, I think you have to be everywhere. Oh, okay. The voice. Uh, well, how are we going to play this? Uh, oh, oh yeah. For them. Oh man. Well, no, no, no. How, I mean, we, we don't have to play it for them, but we're well, going to play it. We could play it on the iPad, which is connected oh, to this. Oh, oh, or we oh, could yeah. play it on my phone. Um, through Bluetooth. Oh, yeah. But if we play it on the iPad, then 
we would have to end this. Yeah. So do you want me to connect my yeah, phone to yeah, this? Connect okay. that or if we're finished here, then we can just stop this and then do the voicemail and the close out. Okay. Let's do that. You want to do that? I mean, we've been going for an hour and 43 minutes. This Ryan, is a long podcast. Uh, lastly says, uh, uh, Ryan McQuaid says, the soapbox of mine is hire a designer if you need to reach teams outside your pairs. Uh, their job is to get everyone's attention and they work on that skill every day. Definitely. And, and I think the do, the designer should be the director of communications for the entire pairs. That way oh, they, yeah. they are able to focus the entire uh, you know, voice of what's being communicated out and so yeah definitely great input he also says maybe just for one big event but it will be effective man yeah seriously uh because this person is going to be the catalyst of the event as far as like um why we're doing the event uh how are we getting your bodies there and then the implementation of it as well yeah there are definitely way too many ryan's here okay if there are aren't any more questions here we're going to uh, end the live. Thank you so much. We've uh, been going for an hour and 45 minutes uh, on live pretty much. For some reason, it won't connect, but I'm just going to play it on my phone. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. I'm ending here or we're ending here. Bye, guys. Bye, Thanks guys. for being Thanks here. So uh, follow us on Instagram. Rock. We're going to be releasing some episodes soon of the podcast. Love you so much. Love you guys. Bye. Okay. Let's listen to this. Am I publishing this? Do you want me to share this? Sure. Why not? Sure. Okay, how, this how is come a, you didn't want me to share it before because because that. it gives two it gives like and it's harder to join the live stream because oh. the oh, okay, it'll okay, show okay. two okay, and gotcha. yeah maybe. do you want me to turn this off uh, it's up to you okay I don't, I don't care. this is a voicemail we got from a phone number hi Edmund hi Nick I am calling because I would love some advice I always need advice um, I've actually gotten advice from you guys on the show podcast before. Um, but I wanted to give you a little, like, I guess, review of my story, just in case. Um, last year, our youth minister of 16 years in our parish resigned, um, and I was a core member of about seven years, so our pastor asked me to kind of, like, take over on a volunteer basis, uh, just to kind of get us through the year, uh, which was a lot. I had a full-time job in marketing at the time, and so I took over the Life Teen Ministry, the Edge Ministry, and partially the Confirmation Ministry. Um, so it was a lot all at one time, and our ministry suffered a lot, I think, because of it. Our volunteers, our core team, really struggled through it because I didn't really know how to be a leader. Um, and by the end of the year, I was actually hired on. I'm the director of high school faith formation now, and so I'm solely in charge of life team and confirmation now. Um, and I'm going into the new year kind of fresh. I'm still kind of considering myself as a first-year youth minister because uh, last year taught me a lot, but I definitely didn't go into it prepared at all. It kind of just fell in my lap, and I did a lot for survival. Um, so now we're kind of thriving. And so I'm not really asking for advice just solely for me, but also for for my team, for my volunteers, we're doing a lot of restructuring and just trying to make things better for them um, as a result of last year. So I just want to see what you guys have to say about going into this new year and um, the fruits that can come from that. Thanks. Wow. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Was the name Nick? Nikki? That's my name. No. What Was it Nikki? Hi, Edmund. Hi, Nick. I am calling 
calling. Oh, they didn't say their name. Hold on, time. I, I, just, I don't know what their name is. I need to use the restroom so bad. Okay, like, time. Sorry, give me. Okay, guys, we're back. We're, back. we're answering uh, unknown caller's question um, about their first year. I guess just advice for them and their team about their first year of ministry. They had a youth minister there for 16 years who then resigned. Uh, man, so much. So much to tell them. I mean, do everything. I mean, we've kind of said it on this podcast, right? Long-term mindset. Yeah. Vision. Um, a path of discipleship. Build up a team. I, I think the challenge is like, how do you transition from the the sixteen year mindset to you? Yeah, and then yeah. what's going to happen now? And and being realistic and and acknowledging that not everybody is going to want to do, you know, the the new and probably necessary things that you are going to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I think it's important to communicate to the uh, team that was with that one person for the 16 years that, that the youth ministry up to this point couldn't have been what it has been without them or that youth minister. Um, but there's always a higher virtue to pursue and that communicating that you want to grow yeah, and that you yeah. want them involved, that their voice matters uh, because they've built that youth ministry. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, I would just be incredibly conscious of those things uh, before you start changing um, and uh, um, I, I, I guess maybe the biggest thing is is to communicate accurately everything that's on your mind and what the plan is and to get your pastor on board as well or even your supervisor if you have a supervisor. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, this always comes back to vision for me. Like, I just think... You have to get laser focused about your vision. If people, if, if everyone on your team is bought into your vision, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter what you do. You could end every, you could end everything that's been going on for 16 years. If everyone's bought into your vision, mm-hmm. they're going to be so pumped about the new thing that you're going to do. So I think, and one way to get people bought into your vision and one way to develop the vision is to include people in that conversation. Yeah. So to say like, why does our ministry exist? What are we trying to accomplish? Yeah. If if our ministry ended tomorrow and never came back, what would happen? Who who would notice? <laughs> what is the effect? That's daunting. Like like and so including some people in these brainstorming sessions and facilitating those conversations, like asking the pastor, asking like asking people, asking when people share when people are asked that question, so you might feel like, well, no, I need to have that answer. But when you facilitate those discussions, immediately the question is going to be turned on you. What do mm. you think? But you're yeah, going to be facilitating yeah, that and you're going to be saying, thank you for that input. You're going to be taking everyone's input mm. and then you're going to say, look, based on this input, based on what we've talked about, I'm hearing and you're going to be able to pull out, you know, Karen, you said you you said this. I thought that was really great. You said that like, <laughs> I really disagreed with that. I really disagree with <laughs> Tiffany, but that's all right. You should leave. Yeah, you should leave. <laughs> but by by getting everyone on board with this like visioning process, if you are laser focused on your vision, then it doesn't matter what you do. Everyone's going to be so on board I mean, yeah, it matters if you if you end something, if you kill a sacred cow. But I think like the first thing is, 
if you can, what, why, why are you laughing? There's there are sacred cows, right? Like if the softball tournament is the thing that you've done for 16 years and people love it, then it's whatever. But I think you have to get laser focused about what your vision is, and your vision can't be. I think your vision can't be method specific. And what I mean by that is like like one of our earlier callers was talking about small group ministry. Your vision can't be we're doing small groups as a youth uh, ministry. Yeah, yeah. Your vision has to be broader than that. It has to be like, we're trying to reach every teen in our parish boundary and bring them along a clear path of discipleship mm-hmm. into, into missionary discipleship or something like it has to be really, you have to be really clear with everyone about what you're trying to do. And then the tactics, the events, the methods, all of that comes later. You're just problem solving. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the giving your team that, uh, you know, that collaborative effort, giving them a voice, giving them ownership in the ministry. I think that's super important, but also gives you like a, a ground level, like, uh, I don't want to get cheesy, but a foundation to build off from. Yeah. Uh, something before, like when we did work together, um, you said you sat into a meeting of like the, the catechist or the leader, the lead catechist. And after a while, you know, they were talking about how to be, you know, either how to, how to have the best formation, yeah. You know, like in the area. And no, then, this, and this was said, a team. They weren't after, catechists. They were, this was a team that was going to develop. It was this like program called Transforming Adolescent okay. Catechism. Okay, so it was okay. like it was a it was a board. Think of like a pastoral council mm-hmm. tasked with making our parish have the best youth ministry program in the world. Yeah. And they were talking about catechesis. But it got to a point like you were in there you were like the the leader on staff that was sitting there mm-hmm. and after a while you kind of stopped everything and, yeah and and you said what what is catechesis yeah just ask everyone like what is catechesis <laughs> like is such a such a power move <laughs> it's such an edmund thing to do i was like wait wait, wait. we're talking about wait, everybody let's just let's backtrack What's yeah. Catechism? Wait, wait. You guys. What, what been, is life? No, no, no. Liter- no, literally. I was what like, I was like, hey, you guys have been meeting for twelve weeks, <laughs> but you, you weren't a part of those twelve weeks. No, you, I wasn't. You I came in on like this one. I came in on like two. Me- no, this was like the third meeting. By the okay. time I got frustrated with yeah. this, and so I just asked everyone. I was like, hey, we're talking about having the best catechesis program in the world, and we're we're yeah. doing all these surveys. You've gotten survey data from two hundred parishioners. Yeah. And we're all having these discussions about like what we should do, what we shouldn't do, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so I just asked everyone, what is catechesis? Yeah. And we went around the room and everyone had a different different Man, I, different definition. And I remember no one knew. When when I started working, you know, at the parish, like working like like with you as my supervisor, and you told me that story, I was like, wow. Like I you know, I, I was thinking like, how am I gonna answer right now? And then how are you gonna answer? And 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 I and I was hoping that you wouldn't ask me, yeah, because I didn't want it to be different from from what you were going to say. Well, the and point so, was since you were my boss. I was yeah. just I was just totally dedicated to the approach vision for what was going to happen and to create a carbon copy for that for that middle school, uh, you know, group that I was yeah primarily responsible for. But but then it just it it communicated to me that. There, there is uh, a, a realized, you know, approach, yeah. you know, to all of this. Well, the, and, and I'm willing to, to straight follow and and learn too. Well, the point was, and I think for the person that's sending this voicemail, the point was that everyone in the room had very passionate opinions about what we should do, 
and I'm sure this person, 16 years of youth ministry, people are going to have really passionate opinions about what you should do. Yeah. But when you pose that question, everyone in the room, like some of the materials we were looking through, it was talking about catechesis and the importance of um, politeness and manners. And I was like, this has nothing to do with catechesis, like and multicultural and, engagement. Yeah. Like, and when we went around the room, some people were saying, well, catechesis should keep our kids Catholic. And then other people are saying, well, catechesis should teach teens. I don't know, like fill in your pet pe- like should teach teens to be pro-life. These sound like values that they're yeah, not like it was just, core elements to what catechism is. Yeah, and like is. to their to their defense, like these are just random parents that were on this board and they were trying but the point in that was like you need a very clear, clearly defined vision for what this is. And like yeah. I tried to tell them, like, look, all of all of us are trying to figure out how to make world class catechesis at our parish, but we haven't done the work of even defining what catechesis is. Mm-hmm. And this program that we're trying to follow, I think, is a very poor definition of what catechesis, like politeness, manners, racial inclusion, like mm-hmm. like um, racial diversity. It, like those are not, th- that has nothing to do with catechesis. Those are valuable things. Yeah. But why? Like we need to get all on the same page with vision, with clarity. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I think with those people, the ground floor is, is talking about youth ministry or, or, or getting to catechesis through talking about youth ministry first yeah. because youth yeah. ministry doesn't come as catechesis, yeah. but not only catechesis yeah. Yeah, as yeah. well. And so I, I think that is incredibly important to define terms, yeah. but do that on like an internal level. Like don't, yeah. don't say like, Hey, we're going to define some terms right now. <laughs> I'm going to make sure. No, I mean, you can ask educated. people, no, you can ask people like, why does our youth ministry exist? And you can literally yeah, yeah, yeah. say, that's you, fine. Yeah. But, but don't come out and say, Let's define our terms yeah, no, no, before no, no, we no. talk about anything No, no, else. no. No, I think you just have those conversations because people yeah. people don't – my biggest frustration as a very vision-minded person is that people don't have those conversations. They just assume everyone's on the same page. So one person will say, well, I think we need to do more community events. And then someone else will say, well, I think we need to teach Latin mass to people. And there's no – no one is on the same page about what we're trying to do. So yeah. you ask the question. You say – all right, Susan. How do we get there? No, no, you just say, why does our youth ministry exist? Yeah. Why is father paying my salary for this youth ministry to exist? And if if someone says, well, for people to have a friend group that supports their values, then okay, mm-hmm. that's, that's one point. And then you ask Kevin <laughs> what he thinks. Yeah. Why does our youth ministry exist? Why am I getting paid to help our parish reach youth, you know, like, and you have those conversations, it's really, really enlightening. Yeah. It's like you put the question on, on them just saying like, okay, are you confident that, you know, this, this kid leaves high school, yeah. goes into college yeah. and might not ever come back to this community? Are you confident giving them just these things? Yeah. The, just only yeah. the things they listed yeah. out. Only a softball those tournament. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you confident that this kid is going to remain yeah. a lifelong disciple of Jesus Christ invested in the life of Christ, like through the Catholic church. Are you confident? Yeah. In that? And they're like, let's go over them again. Softball, uh, multicultural events. Uh, yeah. Whatever. And it's funny how quickly, like you might be at some type of meeting or conversation and you feel like, Oh man, there's five of them against mm-hmm. me. I want to, I want to go in this direction. I have a heart for reaching youth. I feel like this is the direction we need to go. And these five people are from the old guard or they're from the last 16 years or whatever. But when you pose that question, yeah. suddenly there are five different teams. Yeah. 
So like that's a – I mean it sounds bad. It's like a way to fa- fraction everyone. But what I'm saying is like you'll find really quickly that it seems like they just want the same and you want something different. But when you pose that question, suddenly you're like, wait, no. Karen really wants her child to have friends. Susan really wants the faith apologetics be taught. Yeah. Like someone else wants something different. David is all about Mary. He's all about Mary. We gotta, we gotta like, get in touch and, with Mary. And, and that is good. You figure out the skill set of of your team, yeah. and just where where yeah. they are extremely gifted, and and to be honest, like where they are lacking. But yeah. somebody else on the team is going to make up for that. Yeah, but then you're and also as, as as you're directing that, like man, that's that's true youth ministry. Yeah, in, and you in, can in get our you can get everyone purpose. on the same page. Like you can say, look, like I understand that you want your teen to have friends that ha- that share the same values. Yeah. But that's just one moment in the whole process of youth evangelization. Like mm-hmm. that's one moment. So, but Steve over here wants his son to be equipped with apologetics so that when he goes to college, he knows how to defend his faith. Yeah. So how do we marry those two things? Mm-hmm. Like how do we And so it turns out like no, like everyone want, you know, everyone has different values. So you're able to hone in on vision. I think the only advice we can really give you vision, focus on vision, focus on leadership development, like volunteers. Yeah. I mean, those are the big things this, this second year and then have a long-term mindset. I like this cause I feel like we're really honing in on our, our like uh, core, our core values yeah. Yeah. Oh, of what's going to be happening with this. Yeah, bucket. for sure. I mean, we've been going two two hours, hours now. Two hours, two minutes, and eight, nine seconds. I think this is good. If you could, uh, please forward, send this to whoever um, that you think would uh, like it. Yeah, yeah, like it. Or, or, or they might think this is valuable. Uh, tell them to follow the uh, Instagram Catholic Youth Ministry Podcast. Uh, go to the .com as well. Uh, download the um, Focus and Planning Guide. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're going to be covering uh, more of that in depth uh, on a later episode too. Uh, but for now, man, I, I think this was a lot of fun. This was a lot. I mean, this was the, great. Everyone who called in, if we didn't get to your comment uh, or question, uh, please forgive us. But we we want to do this a lot more. So as, yeah. as your ministry develops, as things change, uh, if you know of anybody else who has questions, we, we want those questions to come in because we want them to be of value to the other youth ministers out there that are tuning in or might tune in like a lot later on. Because we're going to yeah. be publishing this you know, for six months from now for yeah forever it's going to be there forever somebody else is going to have that question what i love about this is that some of you have listened all the way to here and this is the part where we say comment uh hot dogs comment hot dogs that was a recurring thing yes comment or gradient hot dogs or gradient comment hot dogs or gradient on one of our Instagram posts. Yeah, there you go. And we're going to do something special for you. If you've listened all the way in to a podcast about Catholic youth ministry, two hours in, if you comment somewhere, hot dogs or gradient, we're going to see that. And we're going to, we're going to give, we're going to send you a a surprise. Yeah. We're going to DM you. We're going to ask for your address and we're going to send you a surprise. We're going to send you a care package, but you got to give us your address. Too. Yeah, but for, well, not in the comment. In the comment, put in gradient the, or hot dog. Yeah, seriously. Like, and and if you do have a question that is uh, very specific, and you know, it is kind of like personal as well. Like, we we do want to help. We do want to give that kind of like counsel as well. We, we won't publish it on anything. 
at all. And so just, just please let us know, like in the DMS, like, just like, like, Hey, I only want this for, for your eyes, for your ears. And we promise to, uh, be true to that. Yeah. We, I mean, we, we want, we want to help. I'm excited for this podcast, man. Already just this, this is, this has been very, this very is great. Like this is going to be, this is going to be big. I like the fire we brought for some of these <laughs> questions. People really liked it. We got lots, lots of hearts. I, well, think. I mean, well, it, it was all them too. They had amazing questions. And it was extremely easy to just build off from that and then actually get to the heart of things. Yeah. So, I mean, in in anything, we always want the heart. We always want the core. Yeah. And so if we can provide a two-hour podcast that is talking about the core uh, in its entirety, then I think we... We need to figure out a way to end our podcasts. Yeah. So some podcasts, it's like, hey, Nick, where can people go to find more about Catholic Youth Ministry Podcasts? Mm-hmm. And then you say thing. Mm-hmm. But like, should we do something like that? Nah, no, no, we're so not. How are we going to end? We're not like other. How are we going to end our podcast? podcast? We're not like other Catholic podcasts. That's not like it's Sean West. They end like that. Do they? You say, oh, let's wrap this up, and then the other person says, "Where can people go to find more?" So, what should we do to wrap up um, the end of our podcast? I, I would say in, in, invite one person, uh, or, or prayerfully invite one person into uh, this community of youth ministers. We're going to uh, say that at the end of every podcast. I mean, I literally just said that right now. No, oh, I know, but oh, what's oh, going to be our like ending for the long haul? Yeah. Like oh, what's going to be our right ending? Now, right now, right now. Yeah. What's going to be our ending bit? Okay. Okay. Um, this has been the, you know, like what are we going to, how are we going to end? Mm. Why are we deciding this right now? This because this is, this is it. This is what Ryan wants. Mm. All right, guys, this has been the Catholic youth ministry podcast. I'm Edmund. I'm Nick. <laughs> you gotta come up with something better than that. <laughs> Alright, so we continue. Yeah, we're gonna come up. <laughs>